Welcome everyone to the first episode of The Mashup, your number one source for sports, gaming, entertainment, and everything in between. I am Jacob Patterson. And I'm Rachel Mel. We're we're finally here into October, and the college and NFL seasons have started to take shape. The good, the bad, and the downright disappointing. And hockey season has finally come, and it started, and the NHL still has no clue what goalie interference actually is. And it's kind of way too early in the season to make any kind of predictions, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, that's that's the best part of doing this show, is making the early predictions. For the gamer crowd out there, don't worry, we didn't forget you guys. League Worlds are in full swing, the semifinal matches are set, and it's starting to look interesting for that little NA engine that could Cloud9. Can they actually pull it off, or will they choke again when the lights are brightest? I mean, that's an excellent question, and we're going to talk about that. I'm going to be interested to see what happens there. Oh, me too. Um, and so the last thing we're going to have is the World Series. It's, it's, it's here. It's upon us, guys. And the Dodgers versus the Red Sox. Which fan base is going to get to totally be obnoxious about their win until February? All right. So let's, let's just jump right in. All right. Let's do this. So fo- football seems like the best place to start because they kind of started first as far as compared to baseball playoffs. Mm-hmm. So we're we're seven weeks in now. Mm-hmm. We're 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 getting to about the midway point of the season. I, I know who my pick is. Who's already done? Who's just done? You know what? Who I should mean, just give up on the season and and hope for the that number one pick. You know, I mean, it's really tough to say. I mean, all of these. I mean, there are some teams here that I was expecting to do better, and they're really not. I mean. I mean, when I think the Giants, I don't normally, you know, growing up, they were really good. So I don't normally think of them being a bad team. But, like, honestly, they have not been doing so hot this season. And it's, I mean, I'm kind of, I mean, I'm kind of disappointed. I mean, they're not my team. But, you know, it's just kind of surprising to me. I don't know. Yeah, the, the Giants have been kind of a massive disappointment this year. For me, it's it's the Raiders. Really? The, because they, they showed so much promise. And then... And then they bring in John Gruden, and he kind of just blows up the team, and they start to suck. Huh. They He he trades Khalil Mack right before the season starts. That's right. That's right. And their defense has absolutely shown <laughs> what not having Khalil Mack around <laughs> will do. Yeah. Because, like, in the first couple of weeks, he alone on the Bears – had more sacks as an individual than the Raiders defense had as an entire team. It's like, I, I feel so bad for Raiders fans. They're they're about to leave Oakland. They're about to move to Vegas. Right. Just just chasing the almighty dollar. And, and especially now with the with the success of, of the Golden Knights, like mm. all all the big the big four I know all went in on Vegas. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Which is kind of surprising that the NFL is going there first because I know Roger Goodell has this irrational fear of gambling. Right, right. <laughs> like he he thinks he thinks people need to be protected from gambling. It's like, dude, we we know what the lines are. We know we know who's favored. We know what the over under is. It's on any reasonable sports app. Right. Out there, like you you check you check the score. It's like, oh the 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 Ravens are minus one twenty today against the Saints. Like, right. Or the the over under is like sixty two. I I totally made that number up. I don't actually know what the line is, but that that seems like a reasonable number for those two teams anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So there, there's been a few disappointments this year. One one of the other ones for me is the Titans. Also true. Because they showed so much promise last year. They had a they had a great run in the playoffs last year. Marcus Mariota finally looked like he was about to take that leap. Mm-hmm. 
into kind of the next tier of of NFL quarterback because he was great in college. Right. Absolutely. Like, like everyone knows how good he was in college. He he was he was Mariota. He won the Heisman. Mm-hmm. He was he was an amazing player, and he had a great playoff last year. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't get the job done, but he had he had a good run. Yeah, a, a, like the best you probably could expect from a team that no one expected to do anything. Mm-hmm. And now they're just terrible. Right. I mean, aren't they aren't they like three and four or something right, like that right now? Their record's not great. They had yeah. a they had a they had a they mounted a decent comeback against the Chargers in London today. But yes. At, at the end of the game, they, they scored a touchdown. They're down one. And instead mm-hmm. of just taking the, the extra point and going for overtime, they tried to win. Yeah. And and they ran a two-point conversion play. But when you're that close and, and you have Marcus Mariota, yeah, I would run it in. I would, too. I mean, like, like honestly. The, the Chargers are without Joey Bosa. And they're yeah. going to be without him until after their bye week, which is obviously next week because right. they played in London today. Right. So they'll they'll get him back for their next game, but mm-hmm. he's not out there now. So you run where he would be because that is an obvious weakness in their defense. You probably get in the end zone and you win 21-20. Right. But instead, you pass. Yeah. Against the Chargers defense. Exactly. Which is one of the best pass defenses in the NFL this year. Biggest mistake they could make. Yeah, it got tipped out of the back of the end zone. Right. Game over. Yeah, I heard about Char- that. Chargers win 20 to 19. Oh, my word. So close. I mean, nail biter, but I mean, good grief. Yeah, and and I mean the London the London crowd got a good show, but absolutely. I'm I'm not a fan of the London game because I was I was very tired last night. There is there is no way I was going to be able to get up and actually watch that game live because because <laughs> of the time difference. Like mm-hmm. that, that's why I kind of fell out of the Premier League when I when I came to school because it was like I. I can't get up this early on a Saturday morning. Oh no. To watch to watch a twelve o'clock kickoff from Liverpool, right? Because that's going to be seven a.m. here, right? Exactly. And there's just no way. There's just Mm-mm. no way that's going to happen. I'm sorry, we're college students. We if we don't have to like wake up early for something, we need to like sleep in. Especially on Saturdays. On, on Saturdays, it's like I'm sleeping in. the The first thing I have to do on any given Saturday is usually at noon. I'm probably sleeping until ten thirty. Absolutely no, and and we need it. Heaven knows we need it during the week. We just we just drain ourselves. It's crazy. So, from from the bad to the good, who who do you, who's been your who's been your big surprise this year? I mean, honestly, I would say that the Chiefs were kind of a surprise because I mean, again, growing up, you know, watching football, you know, picking up on things here and there. Because I mean, I never was like full on huge into football, but like I've been trying to pay attention like more more so frequently like nowadays. But I mean, and your team just won the Super Bowl, so and that gives another reason. Absolutely, go Eagles. But um, I mean, in terms of yeah, the Chiefs. I mean, I just feel like growing up, I just always heard like, oh yeah, they're not. Really great team or whatever and I mean also they're being coached by uh, former Eagles coach Andy Reid famous for his terrible clock management exactly and that's just it and so hearing that they're doing well it was kind of a surprise to me I'm like okay Andy Reid might be actually doing something here I mean I, I that's exciting think, I don't think it's him because he's been there for a couple years and they it's haven't true. been this good yeah. I think it's Patrick Mahomes like they're winning mm. in spite of Andy Reid yeah because they have a really good, good. quarterback exactly because, because Alex Smith is a good quarterback mm-hmm. he, he's not a great quarterback but he's a good quarterback mm-hmm. And they weren't doing this with Alex Smith. They were not sitting at five and one mm-hmm. at this point in the season with mm-hmm. Alex Smith. So I, mm-hmm. I think Patrick Mahomes is partially responsible for this. I would say so. Yeah, the, the Chiefs were one of mine. One of my one of my other ones has been the Rams. Yeah, they're 
they're still undefeated. Yeah. They're still undefeated. They're they're whooping up on the 49ers right now, so they're mm-hmm. they're probably still going to be undefeated yeah. after today. Absolutely. And I mean, I I knew once they got Jared Goff, they would improve, right. but I didn't expect them to improve this much. Like as annoyed as it made the the fans in St. Louis, and rightfully so, <laughs> right? Yeah, that, that they moved, that they packed up and moved to L.A. Yeah, like that. Thinking back, that that trade from the Redskins was one of the best decisions they ever made. Mm-hmm. Like they missed out on RG three, and RG three was a total bust. Right, exactly. And they got a they got three years worth of first round picks, mm-hmm. and then they were so terrible they got good first round picks of their own. Exactly, and. One of those first round picks turned into Jared Goff. Right, 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 right. Who who's now probably gonna be compared to Carson Wentz for the rest of his career because they went they went back to back. Mm-hmm. And That's so true. like just a couple years ago, the Rams were terrible. Mm-hmm. The the Rams were like one of the one of the laughing stocks of the NFC. Absolutely. Yeah, and, no, that's what I noticed over and, the last now, few years. And now they could they could very well be the team to come out of the NFC and go to the Super Bowl this year. It's quite possible. They're, they're definitely going to win their division. They're, they're, oh, absolutely. They're, their division's trash. They're probably going to lock it up in two weeks. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, at this point, I mean, you're like, looking at, like, what, the Seahawks, who are 3-3, three and three, and the 49ers, who they're beating right now, you know, being 1-5. Like, and five, like, so Just taking a look at the NFC West right now. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, looking at. Yeah. No one else in the NFC West is over 500. No. The Seahawks are sitting at 500. They're 3-3. Exactly. Three three. The Niners are 1-5. The Cardinals are 1-6. And, and that's just it. And like, if this score holds, the Niners are going to drop to 1-6 as well. Exactly. And, and the Rams will go up to 7-0. Seven seven and oh. Like, they only need a couple more weeks before they they lock up the, the NFC title. Exactly. Very simple. Or, or very the, very or, easily. Not the NFC title. The NFC West. Uh, yeah, exactly. The NFC West title. But I mean, yeah. But, but that's the good. That's the thing about them. You you have a great quarterback mm-hmm. in a terrible division. Right. When like for years the NFC West has been a joke. Like they had a yeah. they had a good run of a couple years when the Seahawks were just on fire. Absolutely. Because Russell Wilson was still on his rookie contract, and they had time to. They had all the cap space to just give him all the weapons mm-hmm. yeah. and, and sign a ridiculously stacked defense that is now slowly breaking apart. Now with yeah. now with Richard Sherman in San Francisco, mm. Earl Thomas and the whole uh, Earl Thomas disaster with him making a uh, making a not so liberty approved gesture towards the uh, towards the Seahawks <laughs> sideline as he was as he was That's car- right. as he was carted off the field with an injury. Oops. And so now he he's done with the Seahawks. Like Right. And depending on the on the strength of that on the seriousness of that injury, he might not be able to sign anywhere. That's very true. Cuz the Seahawks aren't going to take him back after that. Right. No. And so now like the NFC West is just a joke. Yeah, cuz I mean, the 49ers, I mean, I have heard very little to nothing about. I mean, and it's and it's obvious why. Yeah, because they're terrible. Exactly. And, but and then the Cardinals are just kind of like Like the only you hear about them, but I'm like Eh. And they're in a, and the fact that the Cardinals are in kind of a terrible market, that's also true. Like East yeah. Coast bias is definitely a thing. Oh, majorly. And so the only teams you really hear about on the East Coast are LA teams. Yeah. Like that. That's a way bigger problem in the NBA because that's mm-hmm. a massive problem in the NBA. Just look at Portland. Oh man. The yeah. Por- the Portland Trailblazers are such a good team, and yeah. no one talks about them because. Yeah, I've heard very little. <laughs> no, no one on the East Coast is ever awake to watch their games. Right. 
and and the West is just so stacked. People only have time to pay attention to the Warriors and and with LeBron James now the Lakers. Right. Because I mean, if if LeBron James is there, ESPN will talk about I, him. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. That's a, that's like a given at that point. Yeah. But no. so. So we, we talked about the good. How about the disappointing? The team that should have been... Oh, my word. Teams that should have been better, <sighs> but have just been kind of meh. I mean, I... Listen, although, you know, the Eagles are my team, I mean, Steelers, I am... I'm surprised that they haven't done so hot. I mean, I'm okay with it. I mean, I know, <laughs> I know you're more okay with it because because you know the Ravens play the Steelers far more frequently. Yeah, and, you, I mean, we like, don't have to. Like unless unless you play them in the Super Bowl, the Eagles play them what once every four years, it's something like that. Yeah, exactly. I, like the uh, the cross state rivalry is is not as intense. No, as it is with with uh, like hockey with two other teams. Yeah, exactly. That, uh, that I am also. Yes. I, I am very involved in that rivalry. Oh, yes. A, as are you. Absolutely. No, no, no. I'm right there with you. But, I mean, again, there have been so many times where because the Eagles weren't doing so well that I would root for the Steelers because they would make it pretty far in, as these things go. When when Roethlisberger still wasn't an old man losing <laughs> his touch for the game of football. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. But, a, yeah. a consistently injured old man who can barely walk anymore. It's a sin. It's a sin, really. I like, mean, like, why is he still playing? It's a good question. That that Monday, that that night game against the Ravens, where he just in the second half he just looked lost. Yeah, I, and I know the Ravens defense has done that to people in the second half this year because mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to change today. But coming into today's game, they have not given up a second half touchdown yet. Oh wow, that's going to change against Drew Brees. Well, it's true. Yeah, it's Drew Brees. It's Drew Brees. That's yeah, I'm like... okay with with losing that, <laughs> holding that for six weeks, and then right. losing it to Drew Brees, one of the best quarterbacks ever. Exactly. I'm okay with that. It's, it's a little bit easier to swallow that. I mean, if we, if we lost that to Baker Mayfield last week, yeah. I'd be a little more disappointed because mm-hmm. losing to the Browns is bad enough. Oh Lord, no! But we no. only gave up one touchdown, and we only lost that game because our offense couldn't do anything it, it is yeah. not because of the defense we lost that game right exactly yeah, like as much as i hate them i beating on the steelers when they suck mm-hmm. isn't as fun it's not there there's not as much of a satisfaction there of course not i mean you like, want like a good game like like beating the patriots the year tom brady blew out his acl in the first game of the oh, season yeah like the patriots were awful that year of course because they didn't have the best quarterback ever. Right, exactly. They lost like their central player. Like they lost their in- well, they were terrible before Tom Brady got there. So, so, yeah. So he is their entire franchise. Exactly. Exactly. Like when he retires, they're gonna suck again. That'll be interesting to see. Like when he retires, I, I think Belichick's gone too. Ooh. So they're oh, gonna have oh, oh. to replace Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Oh man! And I don't think Bob Kraft is smart enough to do that at this point. So they're gonna have a little bit of a dry spell of they're, wins. They're gonna drop off. And yeah. If the other teams keep going the way they're going, the AFC East will become the worst division in football. That's yeah. No, that uh, that's true. Because right now it's already terrible. It's just that the Patriots yeah. elevate it because they go. Like they go like thirteen and three every year at the absolute worst. Yeah, no, that's true. So the the AFC East champion becomes the top seed in the AFC. Well, right. But then every other team in the AFC East is like six games or more out of the wild card hunt. Right, exactly. Because then what are you left with? You're, you're left with the Jets. You're left with the Bills, and you're left with the Dolphins, who are all 
truly terrible. They're not great teams. Like, no. Like Scott Van Pelt has said this. What the Bills did to the Vikings oh, a couple well. weeks ago, even though it was so early in the season, yeah. will be the most confusing totally unexplainable result from the nfl this year that that mm-hmm. game happened in like week three and nothing will top that no because the bill's twitter account drew drew a line of them going <laughs> to the wrong state yeah yeah it drew a line of them going to either i think it was either michigan or wisconsin mm-hmm. they they didn't go they didn't even draw them going to minnesota they drew them going to the wrong state oh my gosh and it's like how are you gonna play the vikings when you're not even in Minnesota. Right. But they well, they beat them into the ground. Yeah. No, that's very true. Oh, and that's another team we should just give up and hope for the number one pick, the Bills. Oh, yeah, well, But yeah. I mean, they're just perennially terrible. And they're, yeah. they're, their tailgates look more like wrestling shows than football tailgates because people are, people are getting suplexed through burning tables. It's like, is did, did ECW come back? <laughs> for for this tailgate is are, are we at a, is is Mick Foley going to run out here with a steel chair and hit oh somebody gosh, right like is or is this just a a bunch of people getting really drunk before a football game oh oh it's a bunch of people getting really drunk before a football game well, they're just insane because it's cold it's freezing cold here nine months out of the year well right and i mean and plus when the team doesn't do so hot then that's, it's all, like, they, that's, all, that's they, all they can do that's all they can do is get really drunk and put each other through burning plastic tables well because i mean yeah the bills are two and five right now so i mean yeah they're having a rough go of it they they, they always have a rough go of it yeah this is a, this is a team that went to the super bowl five years in a row and, and lost, just lost it. them all yeah it's true it's i mean it's 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 a sin it's a sin but you know what i mean these things happen okay so mm-hmm. it's only week seven we have not hit the midpoint of the season yet it is way too early but we're gonna do it anyway mm-hmm. start with the afc we're just gonna run through every division pick your winner for every division and then your two wildcard teams Ooh. so start with start with the east okay because this one's easy Right. Well, I mean, AFC East, I mean, the only option is to have the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, and I don't, think, <laughs> I don't want that to happen, but... It's gonna... It, until Tom Brady retires, mm-hmm. you can pretty much pick the Patriots to win the AFC East before the season even starts. Right. Before the preseason even starts. Yeah. That's the thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Patriots, too. How about the mm-hmm. North? You know, oh, man. I mean, at this point, I could see the Ravens still doing all right for themselves, you know, I mean, I know that's probably going to be your pick. We, we did lose to the Browns, though, but I don't trust the Bengals. No, I don't either. That's the thing. So that's why. And I mean, and the Steelers, I mean, are the Steelers that far behind? No, but I'm I'm feeling kind of shaky on them. And, and right now, the Ravens hold the tiebreaker over the Steelers, and winning in Pittsburgh is always harder. That's true. Which they have already done. Exactly. And they get, they get the Steelers at home after their bye week. Mm-hmm. So I think... I think we can – I don't want to say this a couple weeks out, but I think we can at least sweep the Steelers this year. Yeah. And I think I think losing to the Bengals was only because the road team always sucks on Thursday night. Hmm. Yeah, Thursday nights are often rough. Thursday nights are terrible, especially for mm-hmm. the road team. Like, Of course. I, I hate Thursday night football. Yeah. Thursday night needs to not be a thing anymore. Yeah, I mean, I understand kind of the reason why that is a thing, but at the same time, money, 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 money. <laughs> exactly. But money. I mean, but then you have 
like these teams that you know if they just played on Sunday and then it's like they got to go right back in on Thursday and yeah if they're the or, traveling team then they have he, traveling. I, it doesn't happen often, but I think it actually happened to the Ravens a couple years ago where they were the Monday night game mm. and then the Thursday night game. Oh, no. So they played on Monday and Thursday in the same week. See, that shouldn't be allowed. That was that was just like the screw the Ravens year. Like their schedule was <laughs> awful. Oh, no. They, play, they played like four games in 10 days. It was terrible. That and, does not sound good. And I think they I think they ended it with a trip to London. Really? They ended it with the London game. And it's like, why would you... NFL, End why that. would you why would you do this to them? That's weird. Huh. It was it was awful. And it was like they played terrible during that stretch because they were exhausted. Well, obviously. And they finally got their bye week from playing in London and it was or no, they 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 got rid of their London bye week. Did they? They said they didn't want it. Oh. So they played the week after they played in London. Okay. And okay. it was it was terrible. They played so bad that week. It's like John, Ozzy, what are you guys doing? Oh boy! But okay, yeah, I but, think yeah, I so. think right now my my pick for the North is, is going to be the Ravens because mm-hmm. I just do not trust the Bengals I, at uh, all. No, and the the Steelers, they're too old. That 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 team is a disaster right now mm-hmm. with with all the drama and everything. Mm-hmm. And Cleveland is just Cleveland. They're two four and one. That's just it. They ain't coming back. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Yeah. Now the South. This one's this one's always an interesting one because this is mm. this is just four kind of mediocre teams. And yeah, see, so you don't really know who to pick. I know that's why I've been struggling with that. Because because the the twenty to seven win over Jacksonville today may be like the the coming out party of this Houston offense that has just been so disappointing all year long. It's possible. So they they could just go on a tear because. I'll take a look at their schedule. I think they have a pretty easy schedule the rest of the way. Okay. Yeah, they got Miami and Denver before their bye week. Hmm. Okay. And then after their bye week, they have the Redskins, the Titans, the Browns, and the Colts. Oh, wow. Okay. And th- and other than the Redskins game, all of them are at home. Okay. Well, then. Like, the, the hardest game left on their schedule is week 16 at Philadelphia. Okay. Well, then, I mean, in that case, then there that, is a chance. That's for by them. far the toughest game left on their schedule. So I think It'd be safe to say. I, I'm actually going to go. I'm I'm actually going to go different here. I'm going to say Tennessee does it. Really? Because I don't think you can keep Marcus Mariota down for that long. Okay. And for some reason, I don't I don't trust the Texans because they're kind of injury prone. Oh, that's true. So I'm going to say. They'll finish the season with the same record, right? But Houston's going to have the tiebreaker, or tennis. The Titans will have the tiebreaker, so they'll okay. win the division. Okay, because yeah. The Titans, I don't think have. Oh, they've beaten the Texans already this year. Okay, well then. So I think they can beat them again. Okay, well then. I mean, yeah. Now, now that you say that, because I was sort of leaning like towards the Texans, but I mean, yeah. I mean, the Titans. They're they're a good team. They do well for themselves. It's going to be between the two of them. I, I think don't, so. I could also see Jacksonville doing it. Like this is a weird division. It is the, weird because other than the Colts, also the Colts can't really. They're I all don't think. so. The only good thing to come out of the Colts is the Captain Andrew Luck Twitter account. <laughs> That's true. That That's account very is amazing. True. Like yes. if you got if you guys listening have not followed the Captain Andrew Luck Twitter account, I follow it. It's probably not too low in the following list for me. Mm-hmm. Go find it. Go follow it. You will laugh. 
all the time. Like check it every Monday morning because it it's always it's always this Civil War general Andrew Luck writing letters to his mother, giving reports on how the game the previous day went, but describing it in terms of a civil war battle and it's Oh my god. Absolutely amazing. Wow. And it's just it's so ridiculous, it's so stupid. But it is an amazing follow. Okay, see, now I'm going to have to follow that because I would probably really um, appreciate that. Because I'm a history nerd, so I love the the stupidity of it. I hear that. Absolutely. But I think think I'm going to go with Tennessee for the South. I think I might as well. For for the moment, that's what what I'm going to lean towards. And I I think Houston gets the wild card. That's yeah, that's possible. And then then the West. There there's another two way toss up here mm. between between the Chiefs, Chiefs and, the and the Chargers. Chargers. Right. Uh, I, because because uh. at the same time, I I don't think they've played each other yet. No, they have played each other. And yeah, and the uh, yeah, and the Chiefs won by ten. They okay. they played each other to open the season, and the Chiefs won by ten. Okay. So they'll play each other one more time, mm-hmm. and it'll be in Kansas City. Okay, well then, I mean, there's a there's then there's a higher possibility that then yeah. Kansas will win. But that. the the Chief, the Chargers have only lost to good teams. Their yeah, two losses yeah. have come to the Chiefs mm-hmm. and the Rams. Well, yeah, and we all we've already talked about how good the Rams are. So and, and all the all the teams they've beaten are really bad, but for the most part, they've walked all over them. Exactly. So and. I mean, Philip Rivers is still Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. He's getting up there, but he's still Philip Rivers, right? And they still have Antonio Gates. Okay. And and Joey Bosa is coming back for their next game against Seattle. Mm-hmm. So when they get Joey Bosa back, that defense is going to get even better. Exactly. Because their run defense is already good. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to get the defensive lineman who was one of the best players when he was in college, who got picked in the top three. Mm-hmm. He's a really good player. He Joey Bosa terrifies me. <laughs> like, I have nightmares of getting tackled by Joey Bosa. It is horrifying. Dang. That's I mean, that does not sound like a good time. Jeez. No, like it, it's very similar to Ray Lewis. Like it is it, just watching him play scares me. <laughs> oh so my gosh. I, I think like whoever whoever doesn't win this division, I think it's the other wild card spot. I think so too. Between, between the Chiefs and the Chiefs Chargers. Chiefs and the Chargers, yeah. But I, I think so. I'm gonna go with <sighs> I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs, and this is another one where it it might just come down to the Chiefs having the tiebreaker. That's yeah. I mean, I, I'm leaning towards Chiefs, but I mean, I could totally see it, you know, potentially going the Chargers' way. I mean, it's a shame that like, I mean, because the Broncos, I mean, it's a shame they have not been doing so hot either. I mean, yeah. the Raiders, that's not even a thing. The Raiders, they they don't care about Oakland anymore. They're just preparing for the the move to Vegas. Right. Exactly. Like, they don't care about the fans in Oakland anymore. They no. just want the fans in Vegas to give them their money. Right. Exactly. Like, and they're hyped because here we come and they're building for that they don't care about oakland anymore oh boy and yeah. all right let's switch over to the nfc we'll start with the east again okay i think i know what your pick might be here but hmm <laughs> you think <laughs> um well i mean although we are kind of like a little bit behind we're still not doing terribly so obviously like my choice is going to be the eagles i do think that with having our quarterback back I think that we're going to be fine and since he's you know I feel like he's getting back in the swing of things I'm hoping that that stays true as long as our defense can get his act together 
and yeah, like the, the, the defense oh, for the Eagles has been a little yeah it's year. been a little shaky and I mean besides that it's also been a problem of protecting our quarterback yes the offensive line has not oh. done its job for the Eagles so far this year it's been driving me crazy I mean seriously it's what I always say I'm like if we could protect our quarterback and really get our defense up we'd be doing great but yeah, we can't was, seem to get that down that was that was the exact opposite problem for the Ravens last year whereas like Joe has plenty of time to throw mm-hmm. he just has no one to throw to right like, exactly it's, it's the exact reverse for the eagles it's like yeah carson wentz has plenty of weapons yeah he just doesn't have any time because the defense is doesn't on him in hold two him back. seconds exactly doesn't hold back anybody and yeah no it's the most frustrating thing he just keeps getting sacked and that's it so but yeah so i mean eagles i'm hoping um i mean clearly you know i am not rooting for the cowboys no there's i i would i would be concerned <laughs> for your health if you if you pick the cowboys <laughs> to win the division no 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 not happening eagles for me so how about you this is a tough one because I, I know the Giants are out. Right. Oh, yeah. And, uh, more than likely, yes. And, and right now they have the better record, but they haven't played yet this week. Mm-hmm. And I don't trust the Cowboys either. No. And I don't trust the Redskins. Mm, right. But I think, I, I think just by the skin of their teeth, I think the Redskins might win the division this year. I could see it happening. Because I think... I think next year will be the year Carson Wentz gets back to being Carson Wentz. I think that's that might be true. Because I think I think this year he's still recovering from that injury. Yeah. So I think I think next year he'll have he'll have he'll have had more time to recover mm-hmm. and I think he'll be ready to go and he'll be back to potential MVP Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. So I think the skins get by just by the skin of their teeth this year. Yeah. But I think the Eagles get the wild card. Okay. I yeah. Think, I think the Eagles get the top wild card, and mm-hmm. it, that may be another one where it, it just comes down to the Redskins possibly having the tiebreaker. That's fair. That's fair. Then the the North. This one's this one's interesting because this is this is four pretty good teams. Yeah, I was gonna say it's been pretty tight. Honestly, this is four pretty good teams. Mm-hmm. For for me, they're sitting at three and three right now, mm-hmm. but they're only at three and three because they played the Patriots today. Right. And they only lost to the Patriots by seven. Hmm. And that's impressive right? for a team that was that terrible mm-hmm. for as long as they were. It's true. So your choice is? I, I, I'm going to say the Bears. Okay. I'm going to say the Bears turn this around because the, 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 the Packers, like Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to do what Aaron Rodgers does. But mm-hmm. the, the Packers' defense, they're just not – living up to what mm. they could be. I mean, Clay Matthews is getting flagged left and right, which That's is kind of, which is kind of just hilarious because it was a rule created to protect his quarterback. <laughs> it, yeah. It was a rule created to protect his insanely brittle quarterback. Right. And he's the one getting screwed by it. Right. So and and Clay Matthews is is really the only one on the the Packers defense who can do all that much. That's true. So he's so he's kind of got, and he's got to deal with that now. So he's afraid to hit quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I think, and Khalil Mack. Mm. We we were talking before the show about the Ray Lewis comparisons. Every yes. time I watch him play, I see it. Yeah, and it scares me because it's like, oh no, no, here we go again. This guy's coming for the legacy of my team's best player ever. Right. And mm, watch out. I mean, like, Ray Lewis's legacy is secured. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. And he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Of course. Be- best middle linebacker ever. But, like, there, there is a ch- – if Khalil Mack keeps this up, there is a challenger to that. Mm. But, yeah, I'm, this is another one where – It's just tough. 
honestly, like, I could see three NFC North teams making the playoffs. It's possible. Like, I could see that as like well. Like, one of them winning the division and then the other... Like I, I think it's between the Vikings, the Packers, and the Bears. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't them, think the Lions have a really. No, the Lions don't have much of a shot because they no. don't have much of an offense. Exactly. Ever since, uh, ever since Megatron retired. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think it's going to come down to the three of them. One of them will win the division, and one of them will definitely get the wild card. But I'm, I'm gonna go with the Bears winning the division. Okay. Because I think they're just a f- a really favorable matchup for the Vikings. Okay. Like the they match up really well with the Vikings. Even if they're better on paper, they have the team that can beat them. Right. So I, I think I think the Bears actually win the division this year and okay. and Packers get the wild card. Yeah, I mean I was gonna lean towards saying that the Packers are gonna be the ones to make it. Um, but I mean, yeah, the Bears, I mean, coming up as a big surprise, you know? I mean, yeah, they, I could see them being successful here. They really surprised me this year. I'm, yeah. And, and coach, if you're listening, I know you're happy because because they're your team. But mm, there you go. Well, I mean, so yeah, no, I mean, I kind of agree with your prediction though, because I mean, I could see the Bears like making it and then have the Packers be that wild card. I mean, although the Vikings have been still doing well, this is this is probably the toughest division. It really is, and maybe the entire league to predict. I think that that's true. So, like, this only time the, will tell. This in the South, because the South, mm-hmm. is, but for different reasons, because the South is kind of mediocre. The North, is, the NFC mm-hmm. North, is too good. <laughs> right. Exactly. And you're not really sure who's actually going to come out of this because they'll just cannibalize each other. Exactly. No, I agree with that. I mean, it's just it's too tight at this point to really say definitively this is what's going to be. No, I don't think we can do that. The South, a little easier. Yeah. I'm going to give this one to the Saints. I I agree with that. Uh, If if the score holds. Mm hmm. They're they're going to be tied with the Panthers at four and two. Exactly. If the score right now in their game holds, they'll <sighs> they'll they'll tie with the Panthers. But mm-hmm. I just think they're better. Yeah. They're, no. They've like the in the twilight of Drew Brees' career, the Saints have gotten a lot better. They they got him a bunch of weapons, and he's one of the the best. best. Like no, like Tom Brady's the best ever. Mm. Aaron Rodgers is the most clutch. Yeah. Drew Brees puts up the best numbers. Yeah. No, all and, that's true. And so I like and Drew Brees just slinging touchdowns left and right. Drew Brees is Drew Brees. Is going to overpower Cam Newton. Exactly. Yeah. Cuz cuz Cam Newton is a very reckless player. Mm-hmm. Like I'm worried he's going to get injured one of these times when he takes off running. Yikes. Yeah. So I think Yeah, Saints. It's about it's about a five way for the wild card. I would say the Eagles Mm-hmm. The the three teams in the North that actually stand a shot at making the playoffs, right? Vikings, then, Packers, Bears. Vikings, Packers, Bears. Whoever doesn't win that division, the, yes. the other two will be fighting for the wild card, and then right. the Panthers. Yeah, is, is kind of my five way for that NFC wild card. Mm-hmm. No, I I agree with that, and I mean, I, although I'm not happy with the Panthers right now because they yeah, just I, beat my team. I know, I know. But I mean, I still think that in in terms of the numbers and everything else, I think that that is a possibility. And then the the other two teams in the South, they're not going to do anything. No, I don't think Cause, so. Because Tampa Bay barely beat the Browns today. They needed to go to overtime to beat the Browns. Yeah. The first scoring play of the game was a safety eh. where the Browns were up 2 nothing. Right. So and the fact that mm. you can win after starting the game off like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but it was still the Browns, and you needed overtime to beat them. You're you're not doing anything this year. Yeah, no, definitely not. And then the West, 
This one's so easy. Oh, well, I mean, we, the, should, we already talked the about NFC, this. The NFC West, like, the, the the Niners and the Cardinals are about to be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Like in just, Easily. In just a couple more weeks, they could very well be out of playoff contention. Just goodbye. And just, yeah. they, they'll probably be... Along with the Giants, they'll probably be some of the first team. Along with the Giants and probably the Raiders. Oh yeah, they'll be some of the first teams eliminated from playoff contention. Absolutely, no, because uh. all of them are all of them are sitting at only one win apiece. And that's not so, no. <laughs> the, the Cardinals, oh. the Niners, the Giants, and the Raiders are all sitting at one win apiece. So they're they're going to be the first four teams eliminated from playoff contention, and two of them are in the same division. Most definitely. So the Rams just walk to the NFC West title. They probably have the number one seed yes. in, in the conference because their division just poses no threat to them. Yes, and clearly I agree with that because, I like, mean, no. They could very no well way. finish 14-2. and two. Oh yeah, they're just that good this year. I think so, and I mean, and again, the Seahawks. I we already talked about this. Not really, uh, really an issue here. Like I don't think yeah, that the, they're the, going to do much. They don't have know? much of a defense anymore. Their defense, their their team hates each other. Right. Like the offense and the mm-hmm. defense of that team hate each other. And that's not a good way to work for a team game. No, no. Like <laughs> just saying, like the Rams are all best friends. Yeah, and 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 you know what? And, and there you go. Now and, they're being successful. And now they're winning. Yeah. So, okay, friendship let, is power. Let, no, let's sorry. Take, let's take this a step further. Yes. Who's playing in the Super Bowl? Oh, don't make me make that prediction. Oh, man. I mean, considering how well the Rams are doing, I could so see them make just making it there. I totally could. But, oh, man. I mean, I don't want to, like, mm. I, I'm going to go a little weird here. I'm going to yeah. say, I'm going to say Saints Patriots. Really? I'm going to say Saints Patriots. Really? Because, I mean, I can see Saints part. Yeah. Because because for some reason, I just think like the NFC Championship game mm-hmm. is because I th- I think the Saints will get the two in the NFC. I think that's true. So I think I think the NFC Championship game will be Rams Saints. It'll be in L.A. Mm. Yep. Because higher seat. Of course. So I think at that point, Drew Brees will just light it up. Yeah. And the Rams won't be able to do anything about it. Right. They have a really good defense this year, but yes. a, a lot of good defenses can't still can't stop Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. So I and then it's gonna hurt because the Patriots, I think, will do it one last time and mm. break my heart again and and beat the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. I really hope that that doesn't happen for your sake and for my sake because, because I just don't want to see the Patriots do it. I don't want to see the Patriots in another Super Bowl. I want the dynasty to end. I mean, but we're all, like we're all sick of it. It's happened too many times in too rapid succession. We're I, done. I'm I, done with it. I'm, think, I'm over it. I think, but I think that Super Bowl mm-hmm. where they inevitably lose to the Saints mm-hmm. will kind of be the end of it. That's true. Those. Those three egos in, mm. in Bob Kraft, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady mm-hmm. are just going to collide, and and that team is going to implode. That's true. And they're just going to all be done with each other. It's going to blow up, and that'll be the end of it, and we'll never have to worry about them again. Woohoo! <laughs> but then all their bandwagon fans will go to someone else. And that's the way that it works. And yeah. then we'll have to worry about, and then we'll have to deal with that team being obnoxious mm. and their fans acting like they've been fans of this team their entire life even though they've never been to the city they're from yeah no 
it's it's the most annoying like the most annoying equation for fans is it's the most annoying thing in sports the bandwagon effect because like the eagles are dealing with that right now you've got yes you've got all these people who are who have never been to philadelphia who are jumping on the eagles bandwagon because they're super bowl champions well and that's the and that's the frustrating thing especially for people who have been diehard eagles fans like i've been my whole life it's just like no you guys don't get it like we have been waiting for this for so long and now you're just deciding now to be like oh yeah you guys are winners we're gonna we're gonna follow the winners like no that's not how this works like we're like philly fans we are die hard we will support our team even through the worst bits and trust me we had a lot of those there throughout a, our years there are a lot of worst bits in philadelphia i'm a sixers fan i dealt with that See, exactly i dealt with the process it pa- it is just painful but you know what it's like we, we just we just hold on we just hold on to that hope and eventually sometimes it does pay off you know and there you go we had the eagles win the super bowl and it was the just oh an explosion of a deal it was awesome so yeah, i remember that game that game mm-hmm. was amazing it was so good I, I half expected you to to come into class the day after just decked out in green just to rub it in dr ross's face i know because he's a patriots fan i mean to his credit he did actually say okay you know what it was a good game so good win on that and i was just like thank you Thank you very much. And I I, I I, was the troll. I don't own any Eagles gear, but I made it a point to wear my Flyers t-shirt that day. Hey, yep. Just to have something. Something Philadelphia. Something Philadelphia. Exactly. It's, like, it's the wrong colors. It's bright orange. But. Well, well, but it's still supporting Philadelphia, just supporting the city. Yeah. So it still counted for something. So. All right. That'll do it for the pros. When we come back right after this, we'll take a look at the boys playing on Saturday nights. Woohoo. Welcome back to the mashup. We've gotten through NFL. Mm-hmm. Covered that. Now it's now it's time for some of that some of that uh, Southern goodness, college football. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> okay. This this season has been a mess. Unpredictable. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Neither do I. It's just like it's like because I'm usually working on Saturday, so I'm I'm not watching all the games. But yeah, I'll, no, same here. I'll check the scores and I'll be like. What is going on here, wait, guys? Wait, Virginia beat Miami. Yeah. It, LSU beat LSU beat Georgia. Notre Dame still undefeated. Mm-hmm. What What is going on? And and it didn't get any better yesterday. No, not at all. It, it didn't get not at all any better at all yesterday. Like now, 
Now, as far as I'm concerned, Michigan's the best team in the Big Ten. Oh, my word. Because they, they walked all over Michigan State. Oh, yeah. That, that game had a had a rain delay, but... But still. They they walked all over the Spartans, and like they're, they're probably going to be sitting in the top four come tomorrow. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Because they're, they're the best team in the Big Ten. They're, they're cl- they are. They're 5-0, aren't they? No. In the conference, or...? No, because... Ohio State was the last unbeaten in the Big Ten. Oh, shoot. Really? Ohio State was the last unbeaten in the Big Ten. Oh, my word. Yeah, Michigan was only the eight-point favorite over Michigan State, and they won by 14. But we're, Wow. I think they only have – they're five they're, – yeah, they're seven and one. Okay. Here so, you go. And their, their one loss came at Notre Dame only by seven. Was that what it was? Their oh, one okay. loss opened the season at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. who was number 12 at the time. Okay. And they lost that game by seven. Every wow. everything else, forty nine to three, forty five mm-hmm. to twenty, fifty six ten, twenty to seventeen at Northwestern. Northwestern's a pretty good team, so that's not much of a shock. Right. Forty two twenty one over Maryland. No surprise there at all. That's what they should do. Mm-hmm. Maryland football is terrible, and I say that <laughs> as a fan. Yep. There you go. Wisconsin thirty eight thirteen. Michigan State twenty one seven. Like they're they're clearly the best team in the Big Ten this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, they seem to be just, like, pulling it out. Oh, the, like, the new poll's good. out. Ohio State dropped to number 11. Oh, wow. Really? Just from one loss. They, I mean, they lost to an unranked team in a 29-point blowout. We'll, we'll get to that one because just an awesome story with that game. Wow. But, yeah, Michigan is currently sitting at six. That's crazy. Michigan's sitting at number six in the top 25. My goodness. They're pulling. I mean, that's fantastic. They're pulling it out, and, that, and, and just now doing they're it. and now they're heading into their bye week. Wow! So they they get the week off, or they're they're number five. Oh my word! So they get the week off before they get Penn State at home. Ooh, yeah. So they'll be well rested, and then take on Penn State, and who they will who they will probably beat because probably because when Penn State loses to Ohio State, they always lose to Michigan State. Interesting. And then they lose to Michigan too. Oh wow! Like it's it's weird. Huh. Like if they don't beat one, they can't beat the other two. That's interesting. And they're they're kind of the class of the Big Ten, like along with Wisconsin. They're they're kind of the best of the Big Ten when it comes to football, right? And whenever Penn State can't beat one of them, they can't beat the others. That's weird. Huh. And it's so weird because, like, they always give Ohio State a game. Really? The, the past couple of years, Penn State versus Ohio State has been an amazing game. It's been one of the best games of the season. Hmm. Every year, the past couple of years, it, it's always come down to the wire. This year, it was a little less because uh, Ohio State got some extra points towards the end of the game mm-hmm. where they were they were already up. Exactly. But, but yeah, college football just makes absolutely no sense this year. Very little to know. I mean, it, college sports never do, but normally, <laughs> right. normally the one that doesn't make any sense is basketball. Yeah. Because upsets are... Very common. Are way more common because... Mm-hmm. You you have less people playing, well, on the team as a whole because a, a full roster basketball team is maybe fifteen people mm-hmm. compared to like eighty for college football, right? And probably about thirty of them get regular playing time versus maybe eight. Yeah, six to eight for six, seven, eight for college basketball. Yeah, and one guy popping off could lead to a winless team pulling off a massive upset. Wow. And like that that's just the way basketball works. So upsets just aren't as common in football except for except this Except for this time around. Except for this year. It's yeah. it's just been insane. And no one knows what's going on. No one has a clue. And nope. 
but then like at the same time, the some of the upper echelon teams, like they're either getting beat or they're just walking to wins over teams they should beat. So you have no clue how good they actually are. Right. Like Alabama hasn't played anybody yet. Oh. They're they're number one in the country and they've barely played anyone. Huh. The best team they played on their schedule was Old Miss. Okay. And they won by 55. Oh my word. Well, <laughs> well then, I mean That game was that game was at Old Miss. Old Miss had home field and they lost And they still lost miserably. They lost by 55 points. Wow. They couldn't even put up a fight. I I turned that game off before the second quarter started because it was so boring. It's just it's just, at that point it's just a massacre and it's and just like could we have a pity just, you know, the just only, pity them. The only ranked team they've played so far Yeah. is Texas A&M. Mhm. Who they had at home and they beat by 22. Mm-hmm. So I have no clue how good Alabama actually is. It's hard to say. Because their their defense has shown a whole bunch of weaknesses this year. Hmm. But even then, it's just weaknesses because it's not up to their standards. Right. And, and I mean, Nick Saban and Bill Belichick are literally the same person. Oh, man. Is they that were, sure? They were... And I know why. They were on the same coaching staff mm-hmm. years ago okay. w- with the original Browns that moved to Baltimore and became the Ravens. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, they were on the same coaching staff. And, and Saban left because he was annoyed about Bill Belichick's policy of assistant coaches not talking to the media. Wow. Huh. Which is a policy Belichick still has. Right, exactly. But it's so... also a policy Saban now has himself. What? Yeah, neither of them let their assistant coaches talk to the media ever. Really? Because they don't want them getting their names out there and leaving. See, I, I did not know about that. That's interesting. So, like, that's why whenever a Patriots assistant coach leaves mm-hmm. to get a better job, mm-hmm. no one knows anything about them. That makes sense, Because though. they never talk to the media. Right. Like, when Matt Patricia went to left and went to coach the Lions this year, mm-hmm. no one knew anything about him. Because he yeah. never talked to anyone. It's all very kept in the down low, very hush hush. Because it's Bill Belichick, and he doesn't want anything out there. And right. you watch any press conference with him, and it hurts me. Because it's like <laughs> these are these are good questions, and he's just totally ignoring them. Right. Like, because because some of the coaches that are that are tough to get answers out of, mm-hmm. if if you actually give them a good question, they will give you an answer. Sure. You just have to not give. You just have to really think and give them a good question yeah belichick's not like that you can ask that a good question you can ask him a good question and he'll just totally ignore you wow he'll just like yeah this game happened it was we're, a thing we're moving on <laughs> just very except, very cut and dry except for one thing in particular which was one thing he he meant he keeps mentioning years later is uh justin tucker kicking a field goal to win the game okay that he thought was no good Right. I wa- I've watched this replay a million times mm-hmm. because it was Justin Tucker, and I wanted to make sure. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. And he kept complaining about it for years to the point that the NFL actually made the goalpost taller. Really? Because he just complained so much about it because he said the ball crossed over the top of one of the goalposts and should have been no good. Okay. Be- See that? Okay. I have heard about that. Okay. Because even though they're not actually that tall... Mm-hmm. They're considered to go all the way up. Right. But it, it snuck inside the post. It was mm. a good field goal. The Ravens did win that game, but mm. he, he blamed the replacement refs. 
That's weird. And he still complained about it years later. So, huh. he's, that's but like, that, so that's like the one thing that he does mention. Though. Yeah, but any any game that actually happens, mm-hmm. like he won't talk about it at all. And, and Saban's the same way. Hmm. And it's really, really annoying. That's strange. That's very. I mean, that's very odd. I mean, and like it 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 happens every year with Alabama. Like they'll like you'll ask him a question. Like they'll like they'll win by thirty. Mm-hmm. And you'll ask Saban a question. And he'll say it wasn't good enough. Huh. So I have no clue how good Alabama actually is this year. Okay. And I won't know how good they are. Until? For another two weeks. Until, and what what happens at that point? Well, because they got their bye week this week. Yes, I knew that. And then they take on LSU. Oh. Who is currently sitting at number four. Okay, well, there you go. And that game is in Baton Rouge. That game is at LSU. Ooh. And. So they'll be tested. Yeah, that, For that, real. that's going to be their first test of the season. Oh, man. All right. With only three games left after that. Mm-hmm. And, and none of those are really all that good either. Right. Because it's Mississippi State, the Citadel, oh, and then Auburn. Hmm. LSU is their last road game. Oh, wow. Seriously? Yeah, this is why people complain about Alabama. Being <laughs> now ranked, I can see why. Being ranked number one because... They haven't played anyone. Oh, my word. And the only team they're going to play is LSU. Oh, my goodness. See, yeah, that does seem a little bit odd. And and the SEC has this whole thing where they play really weak teams before mm-hmm. their big rivalry game. Huh. Because the week before that Auburn game, Auburn is playing Liberty. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. So, at the same time, Alabama will be playing the Citadel. Interesting. Okay. Like on the same day, on the on November seventeenth. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. So they get like a like a week off before they play each other because they're just supposed to be that good. Hmm. Well, and it'll be interesting to see like, what happens. Auburn's not ranked anymore. No. Auburn dropped out of the top twenty-five because they've had some they've had some pretty rough losses. I mean, I heard that they were having a, kind of having a rough go of it, but I like, didn't realize sitting, how bad. They're sitting at five and three right now. Oh. Huh. And they. And they, they, because they lost to LSU. Right. And then they lost to Mississippi State and Tennessee. Ooh. So bye bye number next to your name. No no kidding. They they got the bye week this week as well. And then they're Mm -hmm. playing AM. Ooh. Okay. And they got a gauntlet to end the season. Like this is, this is actually a legit schedule. Yeah. Like they, they've lost to some bad teams. So they probably shouldn't be ranked. But this is actually a legit schedule. They open the season against Washington who was number 6 at the time. Mm-hmm. They played LSU who they lost to by 1. Ooh. And now LSU is number 4. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, they're playing me. they're playing number 16 Texas A&M next after their bye week. Mhm. And then to end the season, they play at Georgia, at home against Liberty, oh. and at Alabama. Oh. Wow. Like that is a gauntlet to end the season. No kidding. You Gee. have you have three ranked teams, all right. of them in the top twenty, two of them in the top ten. Exactly. So they're gonna they're gonna have some uh, some fun for themselves. Yeah, they're gonna have a rough go of it. But yeah, like college basketball is so weird this year. Like I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if if Auburn lost to Liberty the <laughs> week before they play Bama. You know, I mean, I would at that point I would tell Jerry to just cancel finals. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, I mean, we canceled one day of classes for beating Baylor, Baylor who went one and eleven. Exactly. Who finished the season one, one and eleven? Yeah, no. But if we beat Auburn, Auburn, 
then uh, who have won multiple national championships. Yeah, like Jerry, just just wave our finals. Just Let's just give just, us all A's. Yeah. I don't like, want to I don't want to take my philosophy final. Just I, give I me- knew you were gonna say philosophy. Well, yeah, it's the worst class on my schedule. I if you don't like my thing has always been if you don't have like that certain like brain type for it is just so difficult. No, I do not have the brain type for it. It is the most. It was like the most frustrating class for me. But and neither of us have the brain for math either. But thank, no. But thankfully, we're both done with them. Exactly. And this is why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. You know, because and it, what we're studying. It involves very little math. Exactly. I mean, and then here and there, there's some. There's, there's like some. science behind it. There's some, but it's it's relatively easy. Exactly. Which is the beautiful thing. But yeah, I mean, if Jerry could do that, yeah. you know, like I I don't know what's going on with college football this year. It, nope. It's all. It's always a thing I tweet during basketball season is like it's like what is happening when I when I see a result I'll usually just that's just weird I'll just quote it and say because college basketball <laughs> makes sense in all caps Yeah but this time now now it's football this year because football ooh. makes no sense Yeah well you and know I don't I don't know what's going on is is the Big 10 actually good or does the Big 10 suck <laughs> because, Time will tell because like the 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 originally best team in the Big 10 just lost to a 3 and 3 team Oh, last night right by 29 Ooh, see that's not ins- insignificant 49 to 20 oof and it was and their offense just looked lost right the i was still working the hockey game so i got back kind of late but the little bit of that game i saw their offense was pathetic really it's mm. like this this does not look like ohio state really like because the last couple of years they've had some insane offensive talent Hmm. And all of it graduated. Oh, that's why. All of their offensive talent went to the NFL. Well, I mean, then that's and, they got to rebuild. And they they just haven't gotten their their offense is totally one dimensional. They have no run game. Oof. Because well, that's for, a problem. for the past couple of years, they've had multiple quarterbacks who could play. Right. They they had a quarterback controversy for the longest time because they were all good enough to play. Yeah. And now they only have the one guy. They have Dwayne Haskins, mm-hmm. but he is not a running threat. Okay. Like, JT Barrett was a threat to take off and run. Yeah. And they had Carlos Hyde standing behind him, who he was a threat to just, he was a threat to catch. Yep. And he was a threat to take the ball from JD, JT Barrett and run for himself. My word. But now they don't have that. Like, all they have is Dwayne Haskins' arm. Oh. And if you take that away. Then what do you got? You win by 29 when you're sitting at 3-3. Three and three. Exactly. And, but I, I got to talk about this, because this was just awesome. Yes. We, we talked about it before the show. I was going to say, we were briefly discussing this beforehand. And yeah. Like, I, I didn't get to see it on game day, and I'm so disappointed. I'll probably watch it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Rinaldi, just one of, one of ESPN's best like feature reporters, mm-hmm. did, did a piece for game day yesterday on this kid, Tyler Trent. Yeah, that's right. And kid is, kid is a diehard Boilermakers fan. Mm-hmm. And he's been fighting, like, multiple remissions of of some, of some kind of really aggressive form of cancer. I'm not 100% sure what it is, and I feel kind of bad for not knowing. But he's like, and he's still going through treatment. Like, he was sitting in a wheelchair on the sideline with a big Boilermaker's blanket covering him up. Aww. And, and they were like, and the whole, when he, uh, when he got wheeled to the locker room, mm-hmm. a little before the game ended, the whole crowd was, like, cheering, cheering him on. on. And he was, and he was waving to him, uh, that's like the dream. Oh yeah. That's awesome. But they and because he was there like cuz he he made a promise like as soon as he saw the schedule he was like I'm going to be at that game. 
That's so sweet. I'm going to do whatever it takes to be at this game. Absolutely. Because it was in West Lafayette. It was at Purdue. Right. And and no one expected Purdue to win. Oh, they were coming in a three and three with with some and losses. And Ohio State was coming in undefeated. Mm-hmm. With coming some, in hot with wins against some very good teams. Yep. And and then their offense just couldn't do anything against that Purdue defense. And right. Purdue lit them up. And like one of the first plays I saw, it was a it was a kickoff. Mm-hmm. And. And the Ohio State guy thought it was just going to bounce out of bounds. Yeah. But it didn't. Yeah. It bounced in the field of play. And he had to run up and try to grab it and avoid falling into the end zone. Right. Exactly. Because he fielded it on like the one yard line. Ooh. So if he fell into the end zone and went down. Yeah. That would have been another two points for Purdue and they would have gotten the ball back because it was a safety. Exactly. So he had to like. He caught it and he had to like he had to do this weird thing where he like dove and tried to just get the like, ball as far away from the goal line as possible and right. throw it on the ground. Yeah. And he also didn't want to fumble it because the ball was live. Exactly. Because it hit the field and he caught it in the field of play. So it was it was mm-hmm. a live ball. Right. So you gotta cover that like real quick. Get on that. And they were they were on top of him and they actually reviewed it to make sure it wasn't a safety. Right. And Ohio State just got nothing going on that drive. Mm. They they got a little bit and then that drive turned into a pick six. Okay, and that that was another cool storyline because the guy who got the pick six is from Columbus. Oh wow! He's from Columbus, Ohio, and he was a great player. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, big programs like Ohio State they can't take everybody. Mm-hmm. That that goes without saying for pretty much any college football program. Right. Like Liberty can't take all the kids from LCA or any of the schools in Lynchburg or mm-hmm. just all the way up. Like like Alabama can't take all the kids from Tuscaloosa. Right. Just all the way up and down college football. Mm-hmm. Just not a thing. But, but he never got recruited by Ohio State. Hmm. And he, Purdue was his best offer. He decided to go to Purdue. Mm-hmm. And in the game against Ohio State, he got a pick six. Oh. That was kind of the dagger. There you go. I mean, the, the ridiculous run by uh, their running back a couple, about 15 minutes real time before that was, was the actual dagger because that pushed it to 42-20. But the pick six was just kind of like, just kind of like sealing the deal that Purdue dominated this game from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And now, Ohio State's playoff hopes are pretty much shot. Mm. They're, they're sitting at eleven, right? And even if they win the Big Ten championship, that's not going to move them up high enough mm-hmm. to to get into the playoff. Exactly. And if if they play like they did against Purdue, they may lose to Michigan. Right. So they won't even win their division and go to the Big Ten title game. It's all very up in the air So and at this point. If they keep playing like they have, Michigan's going to win the Big Ten title game. Right. And if they do, they'll they'll probably get into the Final Four. Mm-hmm. But yeah, college, college football makes absolutely no sense this year. I love it. It is awesome. It's time we finally had some parody in this dang sport. Right. Because <laughs> ba- basketball has had it for a few years now. Exactly, exactly. Cause, but now. Cause, because you got, in basketball, you got the battle of the one and done. Mm-hmm. Or you got, like, the war of the one and done versus the guys who actually stick around for four years. Mm-hmm. And, like, Duke has switched sides on that. Mm-hmm. But it, essentially now the, the two faces of that are Duke and Villanova. Yeah, yeah, Cause, that's cause true. Because those Nova guys, oh, like, well, 
I mean, no nomination. It's Jay, awesome. Jay Wright just has an insane pool of talent. Right. Because a lot of his best guys are local. Mm-hmm. That's true. A, a lot of his best guys are, are totally local, so he doesn't, like, he doesn't have to go that far, and all these guys grew up there, so it's like, yeah, of course I want to play. Yeah. Of course I want to play at Nova. It's the best team in the city. It's, it's. I mean, it's a great, it's a great team. It's a great school. So, I mean, I, I can't say I blame them at all. I mean, I'm, I live not far from there, so. Yeah, I know, I know. But, <laughs> and I, I love watching them play. They're so much fun. Oh, absolutely, yes. Absolutely. It's but, awesome. And that, like, I'm so hyped for college basketball this year because I know it's just going to be nuts. Well, then there's that. And that's it, a whole different. Yeah, that, that's a whole other thing. We'll get to that yeah. in a couple of weeks. Yes, absolutely. But, okay, so so here's the thing. It's, it's again, much like the NFL, it is way too early for this. <laughs> but we're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Who's your I, – I think I know who mine are. Okay. I mean, I know far less about college football, so, like, you're yeah, probably you, more informed than, than I am Because honestly, honestly, just pull up the top 25 <laughs> and, yeah. and, and pick four teams out of the top eight, and it will probably be a reasonable prediction. <laughs> Real, it's, it, it's this random, huh? Yeah. Pick, it's just this like, crazy. Like, you could probably pick four teams out of the top maybe six – looking at it, probably mm-hmm. six to eight. Okay. Oh and, man. And it would be a reasonable prediction right now with with the way things are looking. Mm. Okay. I mean, because right now, because right now the top four could be the playoff. I mean, I know because you know just as history is told, Notre Dame's really good. So I mean, I would, I would, you know, I mean, since they're number three right now, I would put them up there. I mean, I could see them doing work. And getting up there. Okay, so there's one. Three more. Oh, man. See, this is all really tough. Yeah, it's hard. It's the Because I, mean, I actually because I actually watch college football and I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, from what I'm seeing, you know, I mean I mean, Georgia, I could see maybe doing it. I've heard again, from bits and pieces that I've heard, you it, know, maybe. Because cause they could beat Bama. Exactly. Because they could exactly. beat Bama and so could LSU. And that's just it. And that was well, going to be my next one is LSU. Actually, no. Georgia doesn't play them in the regular season. They're in different divisions. Oh, shoot. So that could. Oh. So, I mean, Georgia's probably going to win their division in the SEC. Right. So, mm-hmm. and then it comes down to essentially Bama and LSU. Mm-hmm. It's like, who are they going to play? Mm-hmm. And then who wins that? Right. Okay. Well, I mean, and I could see, I could see LSU doing it. Or, I mean, considering that Bama is top, I mean, I think that that, that ba- could be a thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. But it's hard to say. Like this I, is all too difficult to say for sure. Like, like I think. Say so what are you like? What are your thoughts here? Because you're for, the more informed. Looking at this, I think for some reason I think Georgia's going to beat Bama. Okay. Or LSU is going to beat Bama. Mm-hmm. And then LSU will win the division. Okay. So they'll go to the SEC championship game against georgia okay and then lsu will win just yeah so only so only one sec team is getting in this year Hmm. because last year two did okay last year bama and georgia got in that's right okay so i think and it was clemson and oklahoma were the other two Mm -hmm. yeah so i think i think so i think this year we're only getting one sec because and the committee is going to be very careful of that because people were so mad about it last year mm. that like winning the conference championship means absolutely nothing because mm-hmm. Alabama got in without winning it. Right. 
Oh, so, man. So I think they're going to be very careful with that this year to not put a non-conference champion in the playoff. Right. Exactly. So I'm, I'm going to say... LSU will get the number one because SEC bias will just give them the number one. Yeah. Okay. Clemson will get the two because they'll probably still be undefeated because the the toughest teams on their schedule have already passed. Okay. So then it's smooth sailing for them at this point. And then they'll they'll more than likely play Virgi- either probably Virginia Tech in the in the conference championship game mm-hmm. and Virginia Tech's down this year. So that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Because they lost to Old Dominion. They did. Who that Liberty, w- that they should have won. They should have walked to a win in that Absolutely. game. That game should have been over at halftime. It should have been, but so I think I think Clemson rough. will come out of the ACC and they'll mm-hmm. get the two seed because they'll still be undefeated. Mm-hmm. And then the three and the four is Notre Dame and Michigan. Okay, because Notre Dame also has a relatively easy schedule and they're playing really well this year. Yes. So they'll stay undefeated and they'll get that third spot. And then as Big Ten champion, Michigan will get the last spot. Okay. That's that's my four. And then I think title game, let's see. Michigan will be the four, so they'd play LSU. And then Clemson and Notre Dame would play. So I think I think it'll be Michigan-Clemson. Okay. In the national championship game. And I would pay money to watch that game. Yeah. Because I I usually watch the Homer feed. Yeah. Because ESPN does all these all these like they have the regular feed. They do. They have the coaches room. And they have the Homer feed, which I love. Yes. Because, one, I would pay any amount of money to be the play-by-play guy for the Homer feed. Because oh, they're, not, well. they're not up in the booth. Yeah, they're just like right there. They're on the sidelines. Yeah, they and get to see it cl- and, up close and personal. And I love the way they do it. Last year they had Joe Tessitore and one guy mm-hmm. and Adam Amin and another guy. Mm-hmm. And the the four of them were just would just stand on opposite sidelines. Mm-hmm. And Tessitore and Amin would take turns doing play-by-play. Yeah. And the other one would do non-biased color, while the other two guys with them did biased color for Georgia and Alabama. Fair enough. In the game last year, and it was so good. It is so much fun to watch that. Oh man! Because the Homer feet, the the players, the mm-hmm. Homers are like recent players for the teams. Right. Exactly. Like for Clemson, it's been Taj Boyd the last couple of years. Oh, okay. One of their previous quarterbacks. Who, right. Who kind of built the foundations of this current Clemson team? Yes. So he, for the past couple of years, he's known a lot of these guys, and he's still really involved in the program. So he is, and he's so good. Mm-hmm. But I would, yeah, that's that's my championship game, Clemson, mm-hmm. Clemson, Michigan. Okay. Well, and fair enough. That'd be that's going to be so much fun in the run up because Jim Harbaugh is the exact opposite of the Bill Belichick, Nick Saban type. Yeah. Because he is such a huge personality, and he, like he. He sucks up attention like a sponge, and it's so much fun to watch. <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. So if that if that is actually the championship game, I will be very happy come January. Right, exactly. It'll be a fun be thing really, to watch. That'll be really fun to watch, and yes. it won't be anyone from the SEC. True. For the first time in the playoff era. Woo! Yeah. Clemson will still be there. Yeah. Because, like... Ever since the playoff became a thing, Clemson or Alabama have been in the championship game, so mm-hmm. I'm hoping for a little bit of new blood, but at least it'll be Michigan. Right. Which is, it's fair. That's fair. At least it'll be Michigan. Yeah. And I am I am totally okay with that. Yeah, and again, and they're doing well. And, so. and as a Harbaugh brother, I, I do kind of have to respect him, because mm-hmm. his brother got my Ravens their second Super Bowl. So. Okay, well then, definitely, that should be good. Definitely but awesome. For now, we're done for we're done with the traditional sports for now. Yes. 
So grab your mouse, grab your keyboard, because or your game controller. Or well, I mean, if and, you if you want to play League with a controller, well, be my guest. Okay, yeah, I mean that hasn't become a thing yet. That sounds really hard. But I'm just saying we're getting to the gaming side of things. Yeah, we'll we'll be right back, and when we come back, we're talking worlds. We're talking about League of Legends worlds. Yeah, we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back to the mashup. Ah, I should. Mm, I thought about it too late. What? I should have said welcome to Summoner's Rift. Oh man, missed opportunity, guys. Oh my goodness. Okay, it's all right. When I, I I'm gonna come in here this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna build a stinger set for this show, and I will just have the real sound bite from the game. I have it literally on my computer. I could totally just give it to you very easily. Yeah, and I'm just gonna drop it in the stinger so we have it. Yes, I think that that would be very helpful. So for when we're talking about League, I can just hit that, mm-hmm. and as soon as we come back, we just get that iconic. Welcome, Welcome to Summoner's, Summoner's Rift. Rift. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, that is, like my, like my heart rate gets going so hard when I hear that. Oh because, yeah, because it's just like, okay, try not to suck this time. Oh my, listen, listen, you're still, you're still in the formative, trying to figure everything out and trying to make sure that you keep map awareness and everything else. Like it's not something, it's not a game you can just pick up like that. It's I, I've, not. I've gotten better at warding bushes in the jungle. And that is very important. Trust especially, me. Especially as a guy who likes to play mid lane. Yes. Oh, oh my Lord. I mean, you, cause you usually do mid lane or support and, and as and I, a support person, you need to be warding for your whole team. Yeah. Bottom and, line. And like, I, I've been playing a little bit of ADC recently too. Yes. So it's just, it's just like, okay, I, I don't want to die. No. Because nope. Because mid lane ADC support. The three squishiest roles on any given team. This is very true. I mean, unless you do, for whatever reason, decide to go some tanky champion in a weird position, which does happen. Yeah. I mean, and of course, there are tanky supports. So There aren't that yeah. many, though. No, not that many. This like, is true. Like, like, I mean. Brawn and... Blitz. Braum, Alistar. And Blitzcrank. And Blitzcrank are like the top, yeah, three, I would say, in that's, terms of that's supports. That's about it, though. I mean, yeah, but, but then you get the weird picks where you have like a Poppy support, because yeah. Poppy's technically a top laner, but I've also seen her gone, go jungle. I've seen her go support. I mean, it's she's she's pretty versatile. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... Like the the characters I like to play as support are very squishy. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Cause, I kind of do the same thing. Cause Mages, because Lu- Lux and Soraka. Lux, Soraka, Morgana is she's kind of squishy, but if you build her right, you can get a little health in her. I play Sona a lot, and that is she's squishy, but you know heals for days. Just she's got she's got the heal bombs like Soraka yeah, does, but exactly. I mean, Soraka's heal bombs only her ult, so you can't use it all that often. Uh, correct. I mean, unless yeah, and you can't yeah. At least with Sona, you could heal yourself with your with your ability whereas with Soraka you only can heal yourself and then you can heal other people after that yeah, I, I always take heal when I'm playing Soraka as one of my summoner spells because you need it well yeah you do need it I mean and, and you need yeah. to be buying like health potions the entire
entire game. That's also true. That's also very true, especially like if it's hard to land your Q to get the health off of enemy champions. That's yeah, just, that's that's just the way it goes. Because I'm not great at skill shots. Uh, you'll get there. You'll get there. I've gotten it's okay. better at skill shots, but I'm I am still not great at them. It's a work in progress. I mean, seriously, it does not. Com- it doesn't come immediately. It just that, doesn't. That's why, that's why I like Lux because one of her best abilities is not a skill shot. It's a it's a burst. Yes, that's also very very true. But I mean, no, I mean it takes time to get used to all everything and i mean i've had um i mean i'll have people who will be watching me play and they're just like this looks like controlled chaos like what even is happening right I mean, now i know so, I, like my mom has said that so to me before mom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mom has said that to me before she'll be like watching she's like i wish i understood this but like there's just so much going on i'm like i could teach you like it really wouldn't be my, an my issue mom, my mom has yet to watch me play my dad has never watched me play league oh but, well but he uh my dad get, did go to the watch party yes, for, for, for Overwatch League Grand Finals. And, there you go. And I asked him. He kind of knew what was going on. Yeah. But at the same time, like, Overwatch is the same way. Like, if you're watching mm-hmm. a game of Overwatch happen, yeah, it's very unclear what is actually happening. Absolutely. And especially with, with the way competitive Overwatch is set up, because with each map, mm-hmm. the objective changes. Yeah, exactly. So and yeah, at least with League, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's like it's the same map. You know, it's the same map every time. It's always Summoner's Rift. But Mm -hmm. I mean, pretty much always, unless you're talking about the other maps, which you know don't don't. get don't get played competitively. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's just like you start here, you go that way. Other team is coming at you. Yeah, stop them. Exactly. (laughs) Like it's pretty. It's it's a pretty straightforward basic premise. It's when you're actually watching the game where it gets super technical. Absolutely. Yeah. But, and it, yeah. I can see where it gets very confusing. But now for the players who are way better than both of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. So we're, we honestly, this is an excellent time that we get to talk about league and league esports because we have finals coming up very and, soon. And, and, and the Korea domination oh. is starting to slow down. It's starting to fall off. And I'm, I'm surprised, but I'm pleasantly surprised. Because, because I mean, much like the other top regions, only three teams get in. Yes. From the region. Exactly. And, like, for, for those of you who don't know, essentially, the Patriots of League of Legends. Right. SK Telecom. Oh, my word. Yes. They are the Patriots of League. They are. They with, have been winning just all the time. Without... Without a, without the hate though. Yes. Without, it, absolutely no. SK Telecom. I have the utmost respect for them. They are an so excellent good. team. They're an excellent and team. Then, and then they're he's a mid laner, right? Faker. Yeah. Yeah. Their mid laner Faker is Tom Brady. Yeah. He is. He he's is, just known. He is. He is the best. He is undisputed the best player in the world. Possibly yeah. the best player ever. Yeah. I mean, the game's only been around for what, like eight years? Eight, yeah. Ten, eight to ten years. About that. Yeah. Mm hmm. So he's, but he's undisputed, probably the best player in the world. Yeah. He will probably always be the best player ever. Yeah. And they missed out on Worlds this year. Yeah, they did. This is the equivalent of if the Patriots missed the playoffs. Like that is, that is a dead even, no joke equivalent. Yeah. No, it's absolutely insane. And I mean, but now we have some excellent teams coming in. the, The three Korea teams that made it this year. Yeah. Are all out. Yeah, I know. Like two of them, two of them didn't even make it out of groups, right? Like. Like Genji didn't make it out of groups, and yeah. they're defending champions. Right, exactly. But and then who was who was the other? Uh, was it? Oh man, who was the other LCK team? Oh, um, mm, that's not going to come to me, is it? Nope, it's not going to come to me either. But but the point is that yeah, like the the teams that we thought for sure were going to be in 
they're out. And and like all the teams who were kind of the favorites are are gone. Like yeah, like KT Rolster got bounced on. They got out of their group, but they they got out of the group at death too. Exactly. Like that was a stacked group, and they walked exactly out of that group into knockout rounds. Yes, one hundred percent. And then first they had they had the first game of knockouts. Yeah, they had the the first game in the knockout round, and they got beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, they. They they brought it back to force five, but they were down 2-0. Exactly. Because, like, knockout rounds, it's a best-of-five series. Yep. And they they were down 2-0. They, they came back with two more to force five, but they couldn't do it in game five. Mm-hmm. And they, they got bounced by, by G2, a team from Europe. Yeah, and, I mean, and here G2 are now, they're still in it to win it. Yeah. And I could absolutely see them making it to finals. Yeah, and then... And then the other big shock is, oh. how is Cloud9 still alive? Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, that is the big shocker. Because these guys, these guys for, uh, again, I'll, I'll translate to a traditional sport here. These guys, yes. like, picture like the Bengals and the Chiefs. Yes. Like, teams that will impress in their regular season. Exactly. For, for them, it's the NALCS. Yes. They'll... They'll impress in the North American LCS, mm-hmm. and as soon as they get to Worlds and the lights are brightest, they, they choke. Just, they just fall apart. Like, which has been absolutely disappointing. Because yeah. I mean, I've liked them because, for a good long while. Like, it's gotten so bad. C nining. Yeah, it's is, become a phrase is, now. Is a slang term for choking. Exactly and in the esports world. Yeah. Like. Even if they're not at the event. Yeah, no. It could be a team they have no connection to. Nope. And if a team blows a blows a lead and mm-hmm. chokes, that's called C9ing. That's it. Yeah. So like that's how associated they are with, with, with cho- choking. Like they're the Bengals and the Chiefs. It is. It's one hundred percent exactly and, like that. But and now they're they're in. And now they've outlasted all, the other three te- the other two teams from NA. <sighs> I'm. I mean, everyone was rooting like, for Team Liquid. Like I thought, Team Liquid was going to be the one. To, we all did to, to carry the North American banner. We all did because I I didn't trust the Hundred Thieves. No, 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 no. Neither did I. Neither I, did I didn't I. trust the Hundred Thieves to do it. No. But I I thought I thought Team Liquid was going to do it. I thought they would. But then they got to Worlds and, and they just mm. dumped everything on double lift yes he was the only one they were relying on yeah and then other teams would 4v1 him exactly like they knew and you you have the rest of your team playing tanks exactly and they can't do damage quick enough Mm -hmm. to stop this from happening exactly there's only so much you can do a guy who mains jinx yes who is a very very squishy champion she's very squishy and i mean she has she has insanely high dps but yeah but it, she, I mean, unless it, she has people to back her up, she's not going to be able to do everything that she's supposed to be able to do. If, if you hit her hard enough, she's going down. Absolutely. And she's going down quick. Absolutely, yes. No, I mean, even even if she builds Bloodthirster or something, like, sometimes that's not even enough to get that health regen back, you know? And, and yeah, so they would just they would just 4v1 double lift. And, and then that's it. They didn't even make it out of groups. Nope. Same with 100 Thieves, so. Yeah. They just died off, and so, so then we're left with Cloud9. So I was like, oh, great. The the, the choke artists themselves are, right. are going to be the one to carry the North American banner. But. And they. And they last, made it. Last night, it's Last Hope of NA versus Last Hope of Korea. Yeah. And I thought, 
Uh, well, here we go. NA's out. Looks like I'm pulling for Fnatic the rest of the way. Well, I mean, I was already going to pull for Fnatic well, they're anyways. Your, they're your but team. They're, but I mean, they're like my favorite. I, Cloud9 I, is close under, but... I, I just I just started watching, so I haven't found a favorite team yet. I understand that. I haven't I haven't found my team yet. Yeah. I, I don't feel like it's going to be Cloud9. Yeah, no, I mean, but because they're good. I, because and, cause this is a big thing for me. I don't like their jerseys. Do you not? No, I don't. I don't like... The Red Bull patch. Oh. The Red Bull sponsor logo on the shoulder. I'm just not a fan. It's, you know? It just ruins the look. Because I've seen older Cloud9 designs mm. with, with the blue and white instead of the black yeah, and blue. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. And the white and blue looked great. It's really clean. Yeah. The, the white and blue is amazing. I it's hate clean. the black and blue. Yeah. I mean, it's not great, but I mean, I feel like a lot. Because a lot of the teams use black as like a background. Because they look too much like Immortals. Yeah. The, yeah. The, like the, the shape. Immortal shade of blue is a little bit lighter. Yes, it is. But, but it's very similar. It is similar. I will agree with you on that. And, I mean, and it's it's just like now you guys like have barely any identity because mm-hmm. like because London Spitfire from Overwatch League, their Cloud Nine's representation, yeah. in OWL, yeah. And as much as I hate them <laughs> because of finals, uh, ruined the moment. Ruined the moment. Ruined the moment. <laughs> I love their jerseys. <laughs> All right. Well. I love their jerseys because it's the light blue, the mm-hmm. white, and a little bit of orange. See, and it yeah. looks so good. And like the the team all has matching Jordans, matching custom oh Jordans that they wear when they're playing, and they look. Mm. Oh my goodness! It is a, like I'm I'm a Fusion fan till I die. Mm-hmm. Like I got I got my Fusion shirt on right now. Right. But, Mm-hmm. But I love. I hate their in-game skins, but their jerseys look awesome. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, like the it does not look good on the heroes in game, but I love it on the jerseys. But yeah, so I mean, but the thing is, I mean, Cloud Nine, despite all that, I mean, they're working their way back up. I mean, and they were in they were in tenth place at the beginning of the year. They and, had a very rough start, and they benched a bunch of their best players. Yeah, no, they did. I mean, and at this point, and they had all these roster shakeups, and no one thought they'd do. Anything. I mean, and at this point, we're left in terms of their roster. We're left with Svens Garen in the jungle, who is excellent. I mean, I love, I love Svens Garen. He's he's been great for a while. Jensen in the mid lane, he's fantastic as well. Sneaky as an ADC. I mean, come on, everyone knows Sneaky. Could, everyone knows. Maybe not for the maybe not for the the reasons of his play. But... Listen, listen. Just because he cosplays does not mean he's less of a good player. No, I'm not saying that. But <laughs> but people know him more from the fact that he cosplays female characters maybe a little too well. I mean, it honestly does frighten me that sometimes I feel like he's prettier than me. But that's a different <laughs> I, matter entirely. The, the first time I saw him cosplay the pizza delivery Siver skin. Well, everyone, that's iconic at this point I was, as a sneaky thing. I was confused. Well, weren't we all? I was, we all were. I didn't know who he was at the time. Because oh, I had just started playing League. I was only a couple months in. That's true, you were. Because I started playing last November, and this was like back in March. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, but... And so I had only been playing for a couple months, so I hadn't really picked up the names of the personalities yet. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I mean, I watched Sneaky even his, during his other live streams, just like, you know, him just playing, and I'll just where watch he's, him. Where he's actually dressed like a dude. Yeah. Where he's <laughs> just wearing like a t-shirt and shorts or something. Like, yeah, no, he's actually like a pretty chill dude. He's he's fun to watch, yeah, honestly. Yeah, he's, he's such a good player. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, yeah, and, and having having his support, Zazel, oh my word. Zazel's so much fun to watch. He's a lot of fun. I mean, last night's matchup especially was just... 
down bot lane, they just did so well. And, and they and sneaky on the Lucian. Oh my goodness, yeah, it was sneaky awesome. on Lucian. That was so much fun to watch. Oh, it was so good. And then they kept and they kept counterbanning Zillion, mm-hmm. but it wasn't working. Like Zazel was still running a really good support. Absolutely. And then and then Licorice in the top lane, like well. Like, he, well, he had a rough go of it though with the one game when he was doing Aatrox, and um, and then they were running um, oh, what was it? It was Victor, which is an unusual pick for a top lane, but they tried you gotta, it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get crazy when you're playing C9 in this tournament though, because they're it's going, true. they're picking stuff that's so weird. Like, mm-hmm. like in the second game, they ran Ari. I know. And no she, one, like no one had picked Ari. And she has a tiny pick rate in Worlds so far. And that's just it. Like, I think it was seriously, that was like the first time she was picked. If Maybe the second time. So, I mean, seriously, when that pick came out last night, I seriously was just questioning everything. I'm like, Really? Yeah, you messaged me. You're like, they picked Ari? I was, yeah, I was surprised. Because, I mean, is Ari a great champion? Yeah, sure. But, like, I, I like haven't se- I like her, but I haven't seen her played that much in terms of the pro- in terms of the pros. Yeah, because you and me play her. Like, just sure. in, like, uh, not really solo queue, but essentially solo queue. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but still, it's just, it was very weird. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's kind of half the fun, though, of when we get down to these teams is that they'll pull out some weird stuff. Yeah. And, and it makes I'm, it really interesting. I am I am so hyped for next weekend's games because oh. there's only there's only one hockey game next weekend, so I won't be as exhausted. There you go. So, now you'll have the, yeah, yeah the that, time that, and the and energy. That, that game will probably be over mm-hmm. early, early enough that yeah. I'll be able to stay up. Oh, yes. I'll be able to, because this tournament's happening in South Korea. Time difference mm-hmm. is about 13 hours, I want to say. Something like that. Time yeah. difference, they're about 13 hours ahead of us. Yeah. So. It's going to be a thing. A match that's happening at one in the afternoon. For them. For them is at midnight here. Yeah. Or even worse, the second match, which happens at five mm. in the afternoon, is at four a.m. And that's that's been like the most frustrating thing. Though it's I like, mean, thank goodness they do rebroadcasts. Yeah. Thank goodness for that because they'll do it the next day during the afternoon when it's very convenient for people over here. Yeah, but, because oh. because like it's that's the weird thing with with esports because it's so international. Like you have to contend with time zones. Esports is huge. Like yeah. You, like the worst you have to contend with time zones in traditional sports is a difference of about three hours. Yeah, no, and, and that's that it. can be kind of rough. Absolutely, and le- yeah, let like, alone this where it's like, on a global scale. Like I, like I hate Orioles road trips to the West Coast mm, because see, their games yeah. are starting at ten, mm-hmm. and baseball games take forever, so they're ending at like one thirty. Oh yeah, no. With this, the matches aren't even starting until midnight. Nope. And that's just and yeah, and that's just it. They're starting, which then that also means that we're not even like, oh, we're in game at twelve. It's like no, we're making predictions. Like, we're making picks. We're you, making predictions. You got the like, panelists at the desk at, at midnight, and then they like transition like maybe five to ten minutes later into the pick and ban phase, and then after and all of forever. that, yeah, then like, you go into the rift. Like you don't, they don't actually hit summoners rift and until about 12, 12 15 yeah it's it's crazy like that's about what time it happened last, last night. night it was it was about 12 15 yeah. when when welcome to summoners rift happened yeah and and mm-mm. and i was so tired i was already pretty tired myself but i was able to stay up for like the for cloud nine basically the I cloud could, nine games. i couldn't even i couldn't even get out of our first match i was so tired oh man i mean it was it was good it and was I, I saw, definitely good because of my god-awful sleep schedule i saw a little bit of 
fanatic. Uh huh. I saw against, the fanatic versus against, against EDG. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just I'm so ecstatic that they yeah. won that. Yeah, you you got you got your fanatic I have, boys. I mean, listen, the lineup is just it's too good. It's so stacked. I mean, you have Reckless as the ADC. He's fantastic. Hillisang as his support who has been fantastic for a long time. And see, what I like is that, like, these guys, like, they have been on this Fnatic team for, like, I mean, pretty much as long as I've been kind of watching and paying attention to the whole scene here. So it's, like, it's familiar. They're really good, you know. And then you have, like, Soaz. You have Broxa. You have Caps. And, like, oh, it's it's, it's a great team. It seriously has been a great team from the get-go. And they still are. And they're making it. And now, the next stage, they're playing Cloud9. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's, I, that's hard, because I like how, them both. How conflicted are you right now? I'm very conflicted, but I'm still going to pull for my fanatic. I mean, I know I'm I'm betraying my country. I know. I get it. But Well, well I mean, they're... Because fanatic is EU. Yeah, they're not... But, like, not all of C9 is American, though. No, that's very, very they true. And that's, a, and that's the way it is with esports, they, though. They have a couple Canadians. Absolutely. I mean, that's the way it goes with esports, though, is that... You or, know, you will pull people from like random or, places, or, or just look at just look at Overwatch League. Like the the team Cloud Nine owns in Overwatch League mm-hmm. represents London. Right. They have an exclusively Korean roster. Yeah. A North American company mm-hmm. owns a team that plays in London, England, mm-hmm. with a roster made up entirely of South Koreans. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because esports is weird like that. Right. Absolutely. No, I mean, that's that, just is that we'll just pull from different places I, and they'll play for different, like, you know, I would have laughed so hard if, if Soul Dynasty ended up being, like, a not all Korean roster, oh. which they are. Right. But, but I mean, if it were to it, potentially it, it would change. be hilarious if it's just like, yeah, a bunch of Americans are playing for Soul Dynasty mm-hmm. and all the Koreans are playing for New York Excelsior. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I mean, so which is also the case. It is a bunch of Koreans playing for New York Excelsior, <laughs> and, and they're owned by the Mets of all people. Right, exactly. And so I mean, now at this point, so yeah, so we have the Cloud Nine and versus Fnatic game. So that's that's the one that's one game that I'm like definitely I'm the most excited for that one. But that, that game's gonna be nuts. But G two G two versus Invictus. That's gonna be that's gonna be really interesting. And, and here's the thing, though, we were discussing this earlier. If G two wins against Invictus and Fnatic wins against cloud nine we have ourselves a european matchup yeah that i mean wasn't was that the eu lcs championship i mean i it might have been honestly i i honestly don't remember like oh my word it's been it's been a crazy season i've been like trying to keep track of all of it while stay on top of all of my schoolwork yeah it's and hard. everything else it's hard, it's especially, hard especially with the time difference to europe see and that yeah that's that's a whole different thing but yeah so i mean yeah, it's just been a crazy season, and I mean the fact that Cloud 9s here and yeah, oh, I'm, I'm glad I jumped on when I did because yeah. this this kind of has this kind of has like the March Madness feel to it, where mm-hmm. you can never predict what's gonna happen. Never, like no, you th- this year has been unpredictable. Like I even I even wrote on the rundown, it's like Worlds is putting March Madness on notice because yeah, like if you I'm I hesitate to call Fnatic versus over EDG an upset. Mm-hmm. But, but it still could be considered one. I mean, I knew when I when I saw that they, that was going to be the matchup. I'm like, this is going to be a tough one. I like don't that, know which way this is going to go. That that I would consider like like an eight nine game. Yeah. In March Madness, where yeah. like every year they tell you like don't necessarily always pick the eight to win no. because the difference between those two teams is not that much. Yeah, absolutely. And it's crazy. So this has been. 
like like March Madness is going to have to step up its game this year. I know. Like, like we're going to need another 116 to, to kind of match mm-hmm. this. I'm just saying esports is becoming the new sport and it is yeah. so incredible. Yeah, and so so we got I, I think I think Cloud9 versus Fnatic is actually going to be first next weekend. I think I think that that's yeah, I believe so. So Mhm. I have no idea, but what's oh. your prediction? And, and for That's this one, hard. since you know this one so well, yeah. Who? What's the score? Oh, Cloud9 versus Fnatic. Man, that's this is gonna be Does, hard fought. Is that is that is that a sweep? Is I, that one going to four or is it going all the way? I think it could go all the way. I really think that it could go very back and forth. But again, this whole season has been so unpredictable that it's really hard to say. But like, I would say like I, didn't, I didn't expect Cloud Nine to three zero a freak of freaks. I didn't think so either, and that's why I'm like I'm so shocked about Cloud Nine. So it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I think I think Fnatic will win. I think Fnatic will pull it out, and I think it's going to be like three two. So you think it goes five? I think it does go. All all five i really do because they're both really good teams and cloud nine has really been pulling out some hat tricks and just there they are they're winning so yeah, i, I th- could see that i know you're gonna hate me but i think i'm giving this one to cloud nine okay i mean i don't i don't blame you i think i think i'm giving this one to cloud nine mm-hmm. it definitely goes five yeah there's no way this there's no way anybody's three owing here i don't think so like, i mean i'll be i'll be even more shocked if that happens if, if either team three owes the other yeah there's there's i don't think there's any way that's happening i don't think so either and now that i've said it it's probably gonna happen just but watch yeah j- like just watch we'll be watching next week and and one of them will three owe the other it's like, <laughs> and we just jinxed it yep no pun intended but still <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry oh my god we were just talking about Jinx a minute ago. It, it took I, me a second to get that one, but oh my gosh. Get jinxed. I'm just uh, saying. Yeah. I'm, what a good I, champion. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm going to give this one to, uh, I think there's one base race. I could see that. I, I see. A, I could totally see that. I see a base race happening. It's happened plenty of times for Fnatic before with the Pro- base race. Prob- Let me tell you. I think, I think it'll be Fnatic are about to to seal it at 3-1 mm-hmm. in game four. Mm. And and then there will be a base race and Cloud9 will tie it at two mm. at like like split second difference. Mm. Like the, next, the yeah. Nexus will, like Cloud9's Nexus will be one hit away from going down, but they'll get, Cloud9 will get the Nexus first and they'll take the win to force five and they'll just ride that momentum. It's very possible. Into a match five win and then they'll head to finals. Yeah. I and, think so. And then... I mean, I think that... I mean, it, again, it could go either way. Yeah, I know. This one's so hard to predict. I mean, I'm hoping for my Fnatic, but, you know, if Cloud9 won, I wouldn't be upset. That's the that's the good thing in this matchup. I'm not going to be really upset one way or another in terms of the teams who win here because I like them both, but if I had to choose, I would want Fnatic. So, that's that. Yeah, I think I think Cloud9 wins it, but it's going to be real close. It's going to be an interesting matchup, that's and then, for sure. And then G2 versus Invictus. This one... Mm. I'm. It's hard. This one's really hard too because, Man. like, it, it's hard to know much about the LPL teams, yeah. the, the Chinese teams, because yeah. they just get so overshadowed by RNG. I agree. I completely agree with like, that. Like RNG is the one team that gets really any international attention. They do. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, because clearly we've heard, I've heard tons about G two esports like i mean they're and they're, and they're another eu team so exactly so they get more mm-hmm. they get more attention 
international. Yes. And I mean, they're usually like right like next to Fnatic. Yeah, because Fnatic's pretty much the top team in EU. They are, and pretty that's, much. And that's like... They've had their rough patches, but... But so is everyone. Yes. So like every, every team in any kind of competition mm-hmm. goes through goes through rough patches yeah absolutely but i mean in terms of like the g2 lineup i mean it's a good lineup of guys and i mean it's a a really stacked lineup i i think i'm gonna give this one to g2 i think i am too i think uh, i'm gonna say three one oh really i'm gonna gonna say three one because i think Mm. i think they're just gonna be like because oh, they, man. I don't think anyone expected them to get this far. No, that's true. So I think they're just going to be riding so high. On, like, mm-hmm. that, that's the same reason I picked Cloud9. Right. Because no one expected either of them to really get this far. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I think we're going to give it to G2 in four. I am going to give it to G2 in this case. But, I mean, again, it's, 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 it's also unpredictable. And, I mean, Invictus, I mean, clearly they made it this far. They're good. So, I mean... They could do something, and I mean, I could see it going to a three-two game. I could see a three-two as well, like but a three-two I, matchup. But like I'm, I could. I feel like this one goes three-one. Okay. I feel like this one goes three-one in favor of G two because mm-hmm. because I think they just get one game where I'm going to say perks mm-hmm. gets insanely fed. See, that's the thing, and, and I mean, he he, just, and he can, and he just goes on a tear. Yeah, and. And Invictus can't do anything about it. I mean, I could see either Perks getting like super fed or Hyarnan getting super fed. Yeah, him too. I mean, and I mean Yankos too. I mean, really, any I, of them. But I, I think, I think, because because mm. somehow, because I, I'm I'm expecting a lot of counterbanning of Yasuo. Uh, yeah. To to take down Perks, but yes. But if he manages to get, he'll pro- he might get Yasuo in one game. Mm-hmm. It's possible, and then they'll just like, and he'll just go off and yeah. that'll be kind of what their momentum in into that three one i mean it depends on of course the counter picks yeah you know that invictus will make if but they, if they counter pick to to counter yasuo it, and it all depends on draft order too and that's just it so that's it's very up in the air i'm gonna be really excited to just watch all of this go down that's gonna be so much fun it's, i mean and then we get it and then you know whatever happens there then we get into worlds and that's gonna be super amazing as well and that's gonna be an extra life which is even better yeah no i'm super excited about that i mean when you have like all of your good gamer friends come together before a huge you know event for charity i mean it's just great i mean seriously i love that we'll talk about this next week but overwatch world cup will be that day too so we'll that's right so that'll be i'll probably be watching that later in the day because that's in los angeles so Mm -hmm. it's a little more north american time zone friendly (laughs) right Exactly. Instead of 4 a.m. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's going to be a big day for esports on that uh, November 3rd. Yeah, that's that's going to be so much fun, though. Oh, yeah. No, I'm so looking forward to it. That's going to be so much fun. I can't wait for that. I mean, we're going to be exhausted, but it's going to be a really great time. And and why did we pick Sundays for this show? Because we're going to have to come here the day after that and do this show. Oh, boy. Oh, man. <laughs> Tune in for that one, guys. That's going to be interesting because we're going to be dead. We're going to be – We're. it'll probably be – maybe we'll just make it a shorter show. Yeah. Maybe that's what we'll do. Well, well, the plan was for this show to be shorter than it actually is. But you know what? But, I mean, we – yeah. We, we can push it to two hours. No <laughs> one else is going to be in here on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is very, very true. Oh my goodness! But all right, that's that's our that's our league predictions. Mm-hmm. Go, going back to the, 
When we come back, we'll be back to the regular sports. We'll be hitting the ice. Ooh. Talking some hockey. There we go. This talking will be some, interesting. Talking some hockey. Woo. Heading north <laughs> of the border. All right. We'll be right back right after that. talking league mm-hmm. now we're going to switch it up go back to some of the uh the old school sports yep and talk hockey Woo. probably probably one of my favorites i i love hockey i've only out of out of all out of the big four it's the one i've been watching the least amount of time mm-hmm. but my first season i was just hooked yeah because well i i picked the perfect team for the for my first season to watch which was because the the 2011-12 Flyers, yeah, were there you go. so much fun to watch. There you go. That was such a fun team. Yeah. Because because they they had Yarmir Yager that year. Oh yeah. They had they had Yarmir Yager that year, and dude is a legend. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun because he is a legend of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. So see? it was so much fun to have him play on the right side of that rivalry. Exactly. And just. Just made it all that much sweeter. Just infuriate Penguins fans anytime he did anything. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, and one of the one of the games in Pittsburgh, I'll never forget this one. Um, he scored a goal, mm-hmm. and and his famous like take his glove off and salute goal celebration. Yep, like it's so simple. It is, but because some of the some of the younger players have have a little bit more flashy. Like sometimes they'll like they'll like ride their stick like a broom. Yeah. Which is, one of my which, personal favorites. Which is a good one. Or like the big like scoop the ice fist bump. Like, oh, yeah. Like those are great. Yes. But there's something so classic about him just taking his glove off and saluting. It's very original. And and it was a and it's so perfectly him too. It is. And dude was such an insane player because towards the end of his career, he was playing with guys who were born after his NHL career started. Oh my word. Like there were guys on his team with the Panthers who were born after he had already won two Stanley Cups. Oh my word. Jeez, I didn't realize that. He well, he he got drafted by a very good team because he got drafted to a team with Mario Lemieux. Okay. Who, without all the health problems he had, would probably be considered the best player ever. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. He, because even with all of that, he's second all time in scoring. Exactly. Behind only Wayne Gretzky. Well well, I mean, then and now and now he's the owner of the penguins so he technically has 
he has they have five as a team and he's and he's at least partially responsible for all five of them mm-hmm. two as a player three as an owner exactly so his name is on the stanley cup five times that's crazy good on him though i mean yeah. that's an achievement and it, i love the story of how he how he bought the penguins because like they owed him so much money mm-hmm. he was there and they were so in debt yeah he was their largest creditor because they owed him so much money he's just like all right I'm gonna take this. Just, just don't pay me. Mm-hmm. Just give me the team. Right. Give me controlling interest in the team. Yeah. And that'll take care of most of the salary you owe me. Exactly. Most of the millions upon millions of dollars you owe me. Mm-hmm. Just, just wave it off. There you go. And now I own the team, and I'm gonna run them right. Right. Exactly. Because they were in danger of relocating. Oh wow, that's right. Be- because they were losing money so bad. Right. Exactly. And as much as I hate them, I wouldn't want to see that rivalry go to something so stupid. As them being forced to relocate from Pittsburgh. Yeah. But no. But like the my my first season watching hockey, it, it got its hooks in me so hard because like that season was an emotional roller coaster, mm-hmm. as many Flyers seasons are. Oh, don't even get me started. That's another one of those Philly sports as, that's as, just as oof. many seasons watching the Flyers are, but they, they got into the playoffs that year. Yeah. They didn't win their division, but they, they got in totally fine. Like they had they were pretty secure in their playoff position. Mm-hmm. But their first round, they were the five. The Penguins were the four. Yeah. So that was their first round matchup. <laughs> yep. No, that's true. And for those six games, those two teams went to war with each other. Yeah. That series was so physical. And this is what began. And, I mean, the, the rivalry already existed. Yeah, but, but I man, was, it was just like, we're just, we're adding more Duel to the fire. Like I, already, like I already hated the Penguins because I knew Sidney Crosby was the Tom Brady of the NHL. Exactly. Like the Penguins had all these bandwagon fans because of him, and yeah. their their actual fan base is super obnoxious. Mm-hmm. So I already knew I was already predisposed to hate them. Yeah. And then I just hated them more and more as the season went on. Yep. And then the playoffs happened, and they and those two teams just went to war with each other, and that series was nuts because other than the last game. Whoever scored first lost. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> like whoever oh, scored. Talk about pressure. Games one through five. Whoever scored first lost. My word. And and game six is kind of famous in like Philly sports lore now. Mm-hmm. Because day before the game, because Flyers were up three zero. Mm-hmm. So they won the first two games in Pittsburgh. They won game three in Philly. Yep. They lost game four in Philly, and kind of a kind of an ugly blowout. Yeah. Game five was a close one in Pittsburgh, which they also lost. Yep. That one was only 3-2. That was like the closest game in the entire series. Everything else was a blowout. Right. Or first game went to overtime, so that one was close too. Mm-hmm. But everything else was a blowout. Yes. Game six. No one knew about this but mm-hmm. because Coach Laviolette said it after the game, and I miss him so much. Aww. He was such Aww. a good coach, and him leaving and firing him kind of ruined the team. Yeah. Like, they have not been as good since. Mm-hmm. But he said after the game that the night before, Claude Giroux came to him and said, like, I don't know who you're starting, Mm. but I want that first shift. Mm -hmm. And what he did with that first shift was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Because game six was going to be the last one in Philly. Mm -hmm. If they didn't win, game seven was in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And nobody wanted that because they would probably lose. So he absolutely drills Sidney Crosby. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And then just a few seconds later, scores a beautiful goal. My word. And he 
and he run and he's got that Philly crowd. So he's already dr- of course he's already drilled yeah. like one of Philly's greatest objects of hatred. Yeah. And like hit him so hard and Crosby's bigger than Giroux. And he hit him so hard it it like knocked his helmet. Like sideways. Side sideways and forwards. Right, like all askew. Like his his visor was covering his entire nose. Oh my goodness. Like that's how that's how off off axis his helmet got hit. Jeez. Super serious. Like he destroyed him. And yeah. I thought Wells Fargo yeah. Center wasn't gonna have a roof anymore. <laughs> and then oh. when he scored, it got even louder. Well, I mean, again, and, these Philly, us Philly fans were crazy. And, and that was the moment that got Giroud to be the captain. Mm-hmm. There you go. That was that was it. That and was the moment. Like he became captain the next year. Yeah. And he and he just skated over to the the boards and he was just like, "Let's go!" It was just pumping up all the fans and like at that moment, I was like, "This is my team. I am glad I picked them. See? This is going to be the rest of my life." Yes. And I didn't know what that meant because there has been a lot of misery uh, since then. Yeah, th- that's the problem. Again, the Philly was, teams, was, we have a hard time. There was misery in the following series because yeah. they were just so exhausted. They lost to the Devils in five, and it was a disappointing disaster. I mean, yeah, but again, Philly sports, we have the heart for it. Like, we are, like, super dedicated. Like, if you – like, it takes a special kind of person to mm-hmm. root for more than one Philadelphia team. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a hard enough time doing two. I don't know how you do three. You know, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's just, I feel like it's a part of just, you know, my upbringing and at just least, the at way least it you was. Did, at least you never got into the Sixers because that is no, just... That's that is, true. That is just a hard time. I've just like, I mean, I a little bit recently, maybe, but I just haven't necessarily been a huge basketball fan. But I mean, if you're talking baseball, football, and like hockey, I've been pay, I've been trying to pay more attention to hockey recently. But like, I mean, those those were my teams. Those were the ones that I grew up with, who my dad watched and my grandfather would watch, and they were the ones who taught me basically everything that I know. So yeah, see, I picked up the Flyers as a teenager, so I. Was was like ah there you go it was 2011 12 i was 17 right right but but still you picked you i mean you picked a good team i still i still you know hold that and i i wouldn't have gone somewhere where i couldn't i wouldn't pick the team somewhere where i couldn't have gone to home games easily sure sure and i mean that does say something like like living closer to philadelphia than i do dc it was it was an easy choice yeah but but now no enough of my backstory getting into this game let's Mm. let's talk about this season Mm, man so like like this year, mm. there, some of the divisions haven't been much of a surprise. No. The Atlantic, that's about what I expected. I would say yes. The Central, about mm. what I expected. Yes. The Pacific, maybe. Mm-hmm. The Pacific's a little more eh, like yeah. what happened here. Yes. Because I, I expected the Sharks to be a little bit better than they are right now. Yeah. I, I think they'll come back because they... Four and three. Hmm. Like, they were already... Well, four, three, and one. So they and act, three. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. if, you, if you had that overtime loss, they are actually 500, but... Right. That's true. But hockey's weird and they count it separate because eh. you, you get a point if you go to overtime. Okay. You okay. Get, you get a point in the standings if you go to OT. So mm-hmm. they, they do actually count it separate. Got it. Because it's a separate category. Ah. But... Hmm. the the metro the metropolitan has really surprised me it's interesting to because, say the least because i expected the rangers and the islanders to be near the bottom yes i did not expect the hurricanes to be at the top no right that was my major thing i it's was like, like looking at that i'm like what i mean they're four three and one 
Yes, granted, but I mean the so, but, but the point is so they they've played more games than almost everybody else in the division. Yeah, but the point still stands is that they're they're still up there. They're the best team in the division somehow. They're up there. And what the, on earth? Like the only reason, the only reason they're up is because they they have one more point mm-hmm. than the Devils. Yes, because they have an overtime loss, which the Devils do not have yet. Exactly. The Devils have only lost in regulation. They have the same number of wins, and the Hurricanes actually have more losses. Mm-hmm. But they they do have an overtime loss that gives them one more point in the standings. They have right. nine. The Devils and the Penguins both have eight. Mm-hmm. And then, actually, most of the division has eight. Yes, that's the Devils, very the, true. The Devils, the Penguins, the Blue Jackets, the Caps, and the Flyers all have eight points. Yes, yes, they do. From varying, di- from very different records. I was gonna say that. Yeah, very different. I mean, the Flyers, for goodness' sake, are uh, four and four. Yeah. So they have one extra loss, which is why they're under Columbus. Exactly, but I mean, and and oh. and. A, and uh, Washington as well, because they technically have more regulation losses. Yes. They've lost the same number of games. It's just the mm. Caps have lost a few in overtime. Exactly. So if the Flyers go to overtime, they win, which in the long run is a good thing. Exactly. Because they've gone to OT a couple times. Mm-hmm. But they've won. Yes. But nonetheless, we're still struggling. But, like... I'm not really surprised by the Pacific too much. I'm not I'm not surprised by the Central at all. This is exactly what I expected. I expected the Predators to run away with this division. Yeah. Which no. they are doing. Exactly. And and same thing with the Atlantic. Like I expected like that top four mm-hmm. to kind of outclass the rest of the division. Yeah. The the Maple Leafs have a really good team. I they think do. the Canadians are gonna drop off eventually because they do every year. But okay. then but then Boston and Tampa, like yeah. They'll come back up because those are two really good teams as well. Mm-hmm. But it's so it, it's always so hard to figure out what hockey season is going to be like in the early going. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, and you were saying this earlier is that it's like we're you know it's difficult to make the predictions, but like the by o- golly, we're going to try anyway. Like the Oilers are absolutely <laughs> terrible, and they are every year. But they have Connor McDavid, who's the best player in the league. Well. Then I mean, you, you never know. Like you the Oilers are terrible every year, but they have so many good, good players. People. They have so well. They have a terrible goalie. Well, that the, could be. Maybe that's part of it. Their goalies have been maybe. terrible for years. Right. And this this is the team where Rain, Wayne Gretzky played most of his career. Right. Exactly. And now they're awful. You know, I mean, you never know though. I mean, and that's. But I mean, the thing is, it's like you could have all of these amazing players on the team, but if they don't work well together, yep. or if you and have one bad person, like they had goalie. They, <laughs> they, they had a bunch of number one picks in a row, and mm-hmm. like none of them really turned out. To, they traded one of them. The other one turned to the Devils, which is annoying. Is oh, ugh, so annoying because they traded him for, they traded him for Adam Henrique, who is not that good, uh. and. That's probably going to go down as one of the worst trades in NHL history because Taylor Ooh. Hall's been lighting it up for the Devils ever since they, he got traded there. Well, that's unfortunate. And now for them. we're in that, and now he's in our division, so we have to play him multiple times a year. Yep, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, oh, great, now we got to play them. But like, oh. like the, I, I think. I got to go with the two teams to watch this year right now. It's like because Toronto has been on the upswing for the past couple of years ever yeah. since they got Austin Matthews. True. Who is like just amazing like Mm -hmm. first guy to score four goals in his debut right that was his debut he scored a hat trick and said no this isn't enough i'm gonna score one more because why not sure because i'm just that good (laughs) i'm gonna score one more after they've already thrown their hats on the ice for me oh my goodness (laughs) 
That's awesome. Hey, just go for it. Why like, not? Like Toronto's the just a couple years ago, this would have been a joke. Toronto is the class of the Eastern Conference. Well, this is the team that this is the team that hadn't made the playoffs since before the lockout. Now they're now they're perennial playoff contenders, mm-hmm. and they have a ridiculously young core who mm-hmm. is all freakishly talented. Yeah, I guess sucking for a long time is is going to help because you get all these good players. Yeah, I mean, and that you is get, you get high because the NHL's draft is actually a lottery. Yeah, because so the worst team isn't guaranteed the first pick like they are in the NFL. Right, exactly. I mean that's but that but I mean that's the thing though. That's the team building process is that for a good long time maybe they're really bad and you know what they're going to bring up. That's what people. the Sixers did. Exactly. That's and, what and, the Sixers did in the <laughs> NBA. It was just the process. It was a miserable three years. And that's exactly it. But now now they're actually good. And that's just it. Is that we were just kind of wait. It, it was the waiting game. That's it. We have and, to wait it out. You got to bring up the good people and then maybe get some good trades in. And then, voila, and, here and, we are. And Toronto did the same thing. So now they're sitting as one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. Exactly. And and Nashville just Nashville was always a solid team. Mm-hmm. But then they picked up P.K. Subban in another one of the dumbest trades in NHL history. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, apparently, according to Montreal, P.K. Subban isn't a character guy. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that means. Mm. I have no idea what they mean by that. Because mm. P.K. Subban is one of the nicest guys in the NHL. Hmm. I don't know. Like, like, I don't know what that means. I have no it, idea. It, it could be a race thing. I have no clue. Hmm. I would hope not. Because but... P.K. Subban is black. Like, right. I mean, I would hope that that wasn't the case, though. But he's, he's such a good player. And it's like, hmm. like Montreal was so dumb for trading him hmm. for a guy who plays the exact same position. Right. But is 10 plus years older. Huh. That's weird. And ever since then, Montreal has been awful. Because they traded their best player, right? And Nashville's been really good, hmm. and they're sit they're sitting at seven and one right now. Oh my, yeah, you're right. You're top, right. Top of their division, they're two points up on on the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And other than the Avalanche and the Jets, their division's not that great. Yeah, no, that's so, true. So, like that, those are the three teams who made the playoffs out of that division last year, and it's probably going to be the same thing this year. Yeah, I mean, they're teams to be watching out for. That's for sure. Because Chicago has has like all of the salary cap problems. Yeah. Because they they paid their guys after they won Stanley Cups and now that's coming back to bite them. Exactly. Like yeah. they they paid their their best guys way too much money after they won the Stanley Cups that mm-hmm. they did cuz they won a couple but then their rookie contracts expired. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze both said, "Look, we're number 1 overall picks." Mm-hmm. Both of us. Yeah. And we won you two Stanley Cups. Right. We won our money. Yeah. And that kind of screwed the rest of the team because they can't give them any backup because they can't afford it because mm. there's not enough cap space. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I follow you. I follow you. So it, hmm. like that, the, the NHL salary cap is kind of low. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard to, it's hard to pay players big money because mm-hmm. if you do, you kind of, you kind of cripple your team. Mm-hmm. As, as they start to fall off and you're still on the hook for their salaries. 
Yeah. No, that's very true. Oh my word. No, it's it's, it's been kind of crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, what what is it with sports recently? That's just been like everything's just makes insane. no sense. Makes no sense at all. I have no idea. I mean, of course. Then again, right now we are at the very beginning of the hockey season, so yeah. we really we can't necessarily say that. No, yet. it's always it's always wait until the end of November. Yes, and then and then then look at the standings and see where you're at. Exactly. We can make the we can make better predictions then. But but but. We're gonna do this anyway. Woohoo! Who's <laughs> who just needs to give up right now? Ooh. Give up right now, tank their season, and hope for Jack Hughes. Oh man. I I, I have no idea, honestly. Like at this because, point. Because mm. like if you can because if you want Jack Hughes, mm-hmm. you have to make this decision pretty early. Okay. Because you want the best chance for that number one pick, because he is going number one. Right. Like, dude is the best American player in years. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to want him. That's, yeah, that's like, very it, true. I mean, the teams that can actually win, want, I'm sure I'm sure want to win this year. Because mm-hmm. when you when you lose like that, you end up losing money. Yeah. But. Oh, man. I mean. But I, I know. Hmm. I know who my pick for this is. I mean, I think in terms of like from what I've been seeing. I, I know who my pick for this is. I'm going to give this to Detroit. Are you? Because. Because. I'm going to say because they're the Red Wings, because they just have so much history. See, I was going to, I was actually going to go for Red Wings too. That's because, funny. Because they just have so much history as an original six team. Mm-hmm. They have a decent front office. Mm-hmm. The only reason they're kind of down right now. And they are, they have like one of the lowest scores. Yeah. And they've, they've been down for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. The only reason they're so down right now is they had what at one point was a young core. That's true. That just stuck together and then for their entire career. And then they all retired and, and then, then they're left with what? And then they all retired together. Exactly. And they were that team was so good, even as these guys like Nick Lidstrom and Hendrick Zetterberg and all these other guys were getting older. Exactly. They were still too good to get high draft picks. Mm-hmm. Cause they were still making the playoffs. Exactly. But they weren't they couldn't the guys didn't have the legs anymore to make deep runs. Uh, okay. So they and Makes a lot sense. of and a lot of those guys are in the front office now. So they wow. have a good front office. They have a front office that knows how to win. Sure. Because they won a couple Stanley Cups with that core. Mm-hmm. But now that that core is retired and they just have to rebuild. Exactly. It's like what are you left with at this point? So, now we got to retrain, rebring them up, all of that. So I'm I'm going to give this one to Detroit. And okay. I'm, I'm also going to give this one to. The Rangers and the Coyotes. I was gonna say Coyotes as well. Because the but the the Coyotes, my only concern is mm-hmm. I don't think they have the front office to do this correctly. Uh okay. I think they might be able to do it because Jack Hughes is just that much of a ridiculous talent. Sure. But I don't know if they have the front office to mm. successfully tank intentionally. Okay. I don't know if they know how to do it right. Okay. Because it is because since the Sixers did it, everyone's been trying it, mm-hmm. and not everyone knows how to do it right. Exactly. Like, for most of their existence, since they moved from Winnipeg, mm-hmm. the original Jets moved from Winnipeg and became the Coyotes, they haven't done much. Yeah. Yeah. Because And it's it's not a good hockey market mm-hmm. at all, because it's way too warm there. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. It, it's not a good hockey market at all. Like, Mm-mm. the league had to buy the team for a couple years. 
and they didn't own their own practice rink. Oh, come on. They had to they had to end practice early because a bunch of kids booked a birthday party at their practice rink a couple years ago. What? They didn't own their own practice rink. That's terrible. So they had to they had to cut practice short, a professional team. So that for a for a bunch of seven year olds. That's I mean, whilst that's hilarious, that's, that's also terrible. That's also really saddening. I mean, really though, it's like but, how far down have we gone? Like a professional team in one of the North American Big Four, which wow. are considered the best sports leagues in the world. Sure, absolutely. And here we are doing they, this. They ha- thankfully they don't have to do that anymore because right. they finally found an owner who is actually trying to support them. Exactly, but and, and is trying to get people involved. Yeah, and, but at the time, and I mean they they have some famous fans. Alice Cooper is actually a Coyotes fan. I do. I mean, Alice Cooper is awesome. So I yeah, mean, and you the, know. Like, like a couple years ago, they had an Alice Cooper bobblehead night. Did they really? And it, it was him wearing a Coyotes jersey. Oh my goodness, that's fantastic. It was fantastic. actually a really cool looking bobblehead. That's so cool. Like if I can find one, I kind of want one just to have it because it right? looks cool. And like yeah. I'm not a Coyotes fan at all, but I kind of mm-hmm. want one because they look so cool. I mean, Alice Cooper is just awesome. So I mean, yeah. you know. But um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna give the I'm gonna say the Rangers on this as well because okay. Henrik Zetterberg deserves better. <laughs> He's one of the best goalies ever, and he just has. Like, He's got nothing else. The, the entire time I've been watching the NHL, the Rangers have had very little offense. Right. And he can fix that. Exactly. Like, they've had a good defense, and they've had an amazing, amazing goalie. Goaltend, an amazing goaltender. Like, yeah. they they got bounced in the first round of the playoffs the first year I watched the NHL, and he still won the Vesna, mm. the, the best goalie award. Mm. Like, and That's a shame. That he could like that no one else on his team could do anything for yeah, him. Yeah, because they were just all defense. Oh, man. And they would they would win games on that. They would win games like three one. Right. Two to nothing. Like they would win mm. games like that all the time. They sure. would they would never win like six three. Right. None of these huge they would never, scoring games. They would only they would only pop off for like four, five, six goals mm-hmm. maybe once every month and a half. Right. And in a month and a half, you play a lot of games. You do. That's true. Oh because my! You, you have an eighty-two game season that starts in October and ends in April. Like you're playing a lot of games in yeah. a short span of time. Of course. But and yet, and they would, and they just could get no offense, and mm. they would just win games based solely on Henrik Zetterberg standing on his head. I mean, and I, they're still uh, doing that. It's just he's getting older, right? And the team in front of him is getting worse. Yeah, I mean, it's like, come on, guys, this is a team sport. Like, because the the only reason they were probably any good is John Tortorella, and he's in Columbus now. Mm-hmm. See, and now Columbus is good. Well, there you go, and that's and that's just it. And it's like, and you can't rely on just the one person to just like carry the whole team. It's like, I'm sorry, that's not. It's a team game, guys. Like, come on. Oh my word, it's crazy. It's seriously. And these are probably the the two earliest we've done. Mm-hmm. But, but let's do playoff predictions. I'm not going to say do Stanley Cup yet because we know nothing about this no, 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 season. No, 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 no. But we're going to we're going to at least pick the playoffs. Okay. And I I actually have to look this up because I need a refresher on how this weird new format works. Uh oh, their whole oh boy. Because the the new the new playoff format is weird. Okay. Gotcha. Let, let's let's yeah. switch this over. Okay, here we go. Now mm-hmm. I know. Now I remember how it works. Okay. The top three from each division, mm-hmm. and then two wildcard teams. Okay. Is, is how it breaks down. Okay. Hmm. So, All right. 
And here's the breakdown of it right now. Right now, the top three in the Atlantic is Toronto, Montreal, Boston. Okay. The top three in the Metro is Carolina, New Jersey, Pittsburgh. Mm. And then Tampa and Ottawa are one and two for the wild card in the East. Mm. And then in the West, it's Nashville, Colorado, Winnipeg for the Central. Anaheim, Vancouver, San Jose for the Pacific. And mm. Chicago and Minnesota for the wild card. Oh, boy. So, yeah. And it was... And so that's how it breaks down. The the three division leaders and then and then two wildcard teams. Okay. Oh boy. So this is this is tough. I, I hate this format. Uh, it makes it yeah. Because the old format was great. It was the when there were three divisions, the three divisions would get the top three seats. Mm-hmm. No matter what their record was. The, you win your division, you're either one, two, or three. Mm-hmm. And then the next five are just the next five best teams mm-hmm. in each conference. Right. That made sense. The yes. one plays the eight, the two plays the seven, the three plays the six, and the four plays the five. Yes. And so on. Yes. And then you just match it up based on seeds the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Now it's an actual bracket. Oh, and boy. it's weird. Okay. But I'll, I'll start this one off. I think Atlantic winners is actually going to be Toronto, Tampa, yes. and Boston. Yes. Because I think Montreal's going to drop off because they do every year. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I think, and Montreal may get the wild card, but I think the Metro is better, so I think two Metro teams will actually get the wild card this year. Yeah, from the looks of it, that that seems to be like that would make the most sense at this point. And then I think, I think right now, because... And then for the Metro, the Hurricanes are definitely going to drop off. Oh, because they are. Yeah. There's no way they're keeping this pace going for a full season. I mean, I wouldn't think so. Their, their goal differential is only plus one. Okay, yeah. The Devils' goal differential is plus eight. Ooh, well, yeah. See, that's the thing. I mean, there's, like, there's mm-hmm. no way they're keeping this pace going. I don't think so either. No. So I think, I think they're just going to miss the playoffs entirely. I think that's possible because they're because when these other teams that are lower in the division, like the mostly the caps and the flyers Mm -hmm. get their get their stuff together yeah they're gonna pick things up and and go on a run yes so i think i think for the metro it's Mm. gonna be uh the blue jackets are gonna win it the blue jackets Mm -hmm. are gonna be top in the metro yes caps will get the two and penguins will get the three Ugh. As much as that hurts me to say, I was gonna say that that hurts. That, that definitely that hurts me a lot. Yeah, and then yeah, Mm-mm. and then I think I think the Flyers and Devils will get the two wild cards in the East. I would, yeah, I was gonna say I think the Flyers would because definitely I don't be think, in there. I don't think there's any Atlantic Division team good enough Mm-mm. to actually get the wild card Mm-mm. because the Atlantic is definitely the weaker of the two Eastern Conference divisions. Yes. Absolutely. Because because Buffalo is terrible. Ottawa's a mess. <laughs> Ottawa's a bigger mess than the Steelers are. Like, like that the owner's threatening to move the team. Players are fighting with each other. Oh lordy. Eric Carlson basically said, trade me. Like Really? He said, I want out of this city. Trade me. Ooh. And that's how he wound up in San Jose. That's vicious. Dang. Like, because and there there's like like player players significant others harassing each other like oh no like making horrible jokes about their stillborn children <gasps> what yeah this team is a mess 
okay the, yeah no that's um <clears throat> the fact that no. the, the fact that they're not dead last in the division is shocking is a miracle yeah okay it, only the only re- the only reason they're not dead last in the division is because the other three teams in the division are also terrible mother of mercy that's craziness yeah, ottawa is a mess right now they're probably gonna finish dead last in the atlantic this year because they have no clue what they're doing i didn't realize it was that bad it is that bad that's ooh. The, Yikes! the The West is a little easier to predict. I, I'm mm. thinking, like the West, the way it looks right now is mm-hmm. probably going to be pretty similar the rest of the season. I think Nashville's gonna gonna win this division. Mm-hmm. Colorado and Winnipeg are gonna fight for two all year long, but they'll get two and three. Yes. Order, I'm not sure. Yeah, but no. but Avs and Jets are gonna get two and three in the Central. Like that's that's pretty much a lock. Yeah. No. And then I think Minnesota gets one of the wild cards. I think that would make sense. I think that would make the most sense. I think Minnesota just beats out Chicago for one of the wild cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could see. Yeah, I could see either either one of them getting the wild card, but I think yeah, Minnesota would make a little bit more sense yeah, in this particular case because they're they're a really good team. Chicago's kind of about to fall apart, and they're very yeah. they're because they have they have no cap space and they're very injury prone. Oh, uh, I see. They had to they had to throw a beer league goalie in an NHL game last year. Oh man, he. Earlier that day, he was an accountant. He was sitting in his office what? doing people's taxes, and that night he played in an NHL game. Oh my word! And he got the win. Well, I mean, if he get, if he can get the job done, I guess he, he got a save on Paul Stasny. Oh my word! Who is one of the who plays for Team USA? Oh my word! Like he has played for Team USA multiple times right. in international competition, right. and he got like a save the, on that. Like the best of the best. Yeah, he got. He's like a second line forward for Team USA. Wow. And and the the rink he played his beer league games at. They were mm. watching the game on TV and pretty much every guy who plays in this league was crowded into the rink's pro shop Jeez. just watching the game on TV cheering yeah. him on. Oh it was gosh. amazing. That is crazy. But like earlier that day he was doing people's taxes. Mm. And then he put on a Blackhawks jersey and played in an NHL game. And then that was that. And got the win. Just boom. Done like that. So I love I think, it. I think Minnesota beats out Chicago for mm-hmm. the for one of the two Western wild cards, and yes. Chicago doesn't get in. Yes. Just barely. Yeah. Just yeah. They're one of, they're probably one of the last teams smidgen. to miss the cut for the playoffs. Yeah, just by a smidgen. Just and a then bit. the mm. Pacific. San Jose's power play alone terrifies me because they have so <laughs> many freakishly talented defensemen who can score goals yeah. almost as well as the forwards can. So they're terrifying. So I think I think San Jose is going to win that division eventually. Mm-hmm. They're going to go on a run and they're going to take that division. Mm-hmm. And I think you're looking at the Flames and the Ducks. So yes. Calgary and Anaheim get two and three. I agree with that. I don't know who gets what, but Calgary and Anaheim get two and three. And mm-hmm. then mm. and then Vancouver gets the other Western wild card. You think so? Yeah, Stanley Cup runner-ups miss the playoffs. Okay, okay, then yeah, yeah. okay, the, that the, makes sense. The Stanley, I think the Stanley Cup runner-up in Vegas misses the playoffs this year because okay, that was just a miracle run. Okay, well that's I fair think enough. They, I think they will be good again very mm-hmm. soon. Yeah, but... but they just won't be able to match this year what they did last year. Yes, and I think that'll be good for them because they'll get a good draft pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and I'm pretty sure the the NHL draft lottery is equally as rigged as the NBA draft lottery. Oh my gosh. So they'll probably set it so they get a 
like a top 10 pick. Sure. Like, I could see them, even if they just barely missed the playoffs, I could see them getting like the seventh pick. Mm-hmm. Like jumping way up right. in draft order and getting the seventh pick and getting a, because this is a deep draft class this year. Yeah. And getting a really good player. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just to have them in the Vegas market. Mm-hmm. Because the NHL loves that because they're, until the Raiders move there, mm-hmm. they're the only dog in town. Yeah. And even after the Raiders move there, they'll probably still be the best dog in town mm-hmm. because a Golden Knights game is just such an experience. That's what I hear. Yeah. Like, before before the last game of the Stanley Cup Finals last year, they had Panic at the Disco playing in the fountains at the Bellagio. Well, I mean, considering that, you know, I mean, if it's a Vegas, you know, based team, Brendan Urie loves Vegas. Yes, he does. You, like anyone who knows Panic at the Disco and they, knows Brendan Urie knows because because High Hopes was the theme song for the NHL playoffs yes. last year, and they played High Hopes mm-hmm. on a little floating platform. Yes, in the middle of the fountains at the Bellagio, which is fantastic. Which is just amazing. I love that. I mean, it's it's seriously like you couldn't have picked a better thing to do. I that, mean, I mean, they lost that game and that. But, and that was the Stanley Cup clincher for the Caps, which mm-hmm. I feel kind of bad for the Caps because they didn't actually get to win their first Stanley Cup at home. Mm. And all the all the fans who had tickets for Game Six, yeah, a lot of them said they were just going to frame their tickets from Game Six and say, "I never got to use this ticket because we won in five. Oh my gosh! That's what a lot of Caps fans who had tickets for that game did. Hey, is like they went and got their Game Six tickets framed. Yeah, and it's just like tickets for the game six that never happened oh my goodness that's crazy and it's just like and like what watching a golden knights game is so much fun because there's mm-hmm. so much pageantry at the beginning it, like <laughs> there is like i like i was i was talking to a guy on twitter who, who's also a flyers fan but i said like i was like why why is there such this old man thing in hockey where they just hate fun mm. and i said like if you want to reenact the Battle of the Bastards mm-hmm. on the ice before a game, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. And I knew he would get that because he's also a Game of Thrones fan. Ah. And he was like, oh, I." and he even replied to me. He's like, oh, that's why you liked it so much. I was like, yep. Oh, my gosh. Because he knew I also watch Game of Thrones. Right, right. Because we've, we've talked about it on Twitter before. Oh, uh, okay. And and it was just like, yeah, like it, it looks like they're reenacting the Battle of the Bastards just without horses and with a lot less people. That's so funny. See, I don't know anything about that because I've never watched Game of Thrones. You That's... you should. I don't know. I don't know if it's my thing. I got I got enough shows to kind of try yeah. to catch up yes, on. Yes, you well, do. But well, also still trying to stay on top of like everything, schoolwork and and everything outside. But you're also of a that. massive nerd. Like you should watch Game of Thrones. I understand that. I, yes, I am a massive nerd. I will fully admit that. And we both are. That's why we're doing this show together. This is very true. <laughs> this is very very true. I I, th- I always like think of it as one of my finer qualities of my is my nerdiness. But yeah, yes. that, that's why I picked you to do this show with me. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're my only nerd friend that also knows sports. That's also <laughs> semi-true. That's I I try my best to keep up with sports. I don't keep up with it as nearly as much as I possibly could. But you know, life you, happens, you, and you do better than some. I mean, at least I have a general understanding of each sport. Like yeah. I know how it works. Do, yeah. Whether I know each and every individual team. Yeah, it's debatable. Well, with some sports, it's kind of hard because oh, it's my just because they're never on TV. Well, that and there's just so many of them. Yeah, as well. And I the mean... NHL is weird because there's 31. See, that's the thing. There's yeah. 31. There's an odd number. Yeah, yeah. They're going to Seattle soon enough, but still, like until mm-hmm. that happens, it's just and they get to 32. Yes, 
it's just weird. Mm-hmm. Like no. the the Western Conference has more teams than the East. Mm-hmm. The Western Conference has sixteen. The East has fifteen. Yeah. Or no, it's the other way. The East has sixteen. The West has fifteen. Oh my gosh. Like one of the divisions in the West only has seven teams. The Central. Yeah. The Central only has seven teams. The other three have eight. It's crazy. Oh it's my goodness. so weird. Well, there you go. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, I think we've covered hockey pretty dang well, huh? Yeah. And. We'll, we'll just skip the last break because we have gone so far over. Oh, no kidding. This show is supposed to be an hour long. We'll have to just edit. We're just going to have to figure it out. It's okay. We'll figure this out. It's a, it's our first show. We're both very long-winded. We are. We are. This is true. It's a problem. It is. But you know what? I mean, we just like being very descriptive and we like yeah. explaining things. And I get that. And, and you and me together, this was bound to happen. Yeah, we're very talkative people. And <laughs> yeah. once we start nerding out on something, it's we, we just... We kind of are. So yes. we're, we're just going to skip the last break and we're mm-hmm. going to go right into baseball. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, we got baseball season winding down. It's, it's ba- Here like, we go. <laughs> from, from my perspective, it, it's finally over. Yeah. Because it has been a rough year for me. Yeah, you're telling me. It has been a rough year. You're telling me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, we listen, the Phillies weren't that bad. We weren't that bad. We weren't like, that bad. Like but you I mean, were still in, you were still in playoff contention. We were in contention well into May. This is true. We, we did well for ourselves. Our I'm se- proud. Our season was over on April 28th. Oh, uh, the that's... Orioles finished with 47 wins Ouch. and 115 losses. Ouch! One of the worst records in baseball history. Okay, I take it back. Yeah, y'all did. You ha- you had a worse season than yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Chris Davis, our former All Star super slugger, uh, finished with one of the worst batting averages of eligible numbers mm-hmm. in the history of baseball. Right. And I think it was somewhere around one sixty eight. Oh my word! You know, you ever heard of the Mendoza line? Yeah. The Mendoza line is two twenty. Yeah. Well. He was almost sixty points under under that. that. He was 52 points under the Mendoza line. Good grief. Which is like, because he, he can't play defense all that well. At least Mario Mendoza was actually a good defensive player. Right, exactly. But I mean, so I mean, but here we are, end of the season, and now we have World Series. Yeah. And I kind of hate both teams. Well, yeah, I'm not a fan of either. Um, but it, it, uh, hurt, it hurts me to see Manny Machado playing for another team. Mm. And now I realize that he's playing for another team. Yeah. Even the entire time he was in Baltimore, he was kind of a jerk. Well, you know, I mean. and, and it hurts because I, I have a Manny Machado T-shirt sitting in my closet. Oh, Oh no! And it's even more annoying because I can't because I wasn't thinking when I bought this thing because I got mm-hmm. a black one. Yeah. And for most of baseball season, I can't actually wear that mm-hmm. because it's too hot. Yeah. To wear a a, jer- a t-shirt that is already kind of thick. Yeah. When it's and on top of that is black. Yeah. When it's already it's summery springish weather. Yeah. Like That's I, true. I I need to get some orange and white Orioles stuff so I can actually wear it during their season. There you go. Because black Raven stuff isn't going to be that much of a problem. No, black no, flyer clearly. stuff isn't going to be that problem. much of a problem. No, but black Orioles stuff That's, is a bad idea. That is a bad idea because for the bulk of their season, especially if they keep missing the playoffs right. like this, spring and summer. That's all. Th- those are the two seasons you're getting, because, and you're getting the hot seasons. Because as it's going right now, the Orioles ain't playing in October anytime soon. Yeah, I mean that's the unfortunate. I mean that's the good. That's the good thing about 
Phillies right now is that we're in the rebuilding stages and we're getting somewhere. But so they're, there's they're, hope. They're on the upswing. We're there's at, hope. The Orioles that they're they're at the very beginning of a rebuild. Right. The because they they fired their GM, they fired the manager, mm-hmm. which it, like I mm. knew it was coming, but I hate that Buck Showalter is gone. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it had to happen. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like like. I mean, I know a few fans turned on him. I never will. Because 2012 was all him. Right, right. And 2012 was a miracle. And, <laughs> oh, man. And on top of that, the back half of the 2012 season was the beginning of my senior year of high school. So it was just all the good. I hear you. All the awesome. I hear that. Okay. That's fair. Like 2012-13 yeah. was the best sports season of my entire life. Oh, my goodness. I mean, for me, it was when we won the World Series. That was the best. What was that, 2008, I believe? Yeah, that was 2008. That was, like, the best thing ever. Like, and, and, now you got oh. a su- and now you got a Super Bowl and a little bit older. Like Exactly. Like, I was, I was 17, 18 years old when I got to enjoy that season. Yeah. No, I so, mean, like, it's been good. The, like, the sports have been the, good to me. Like, the Phillies World Series, you were, what, 10? Yeah, I was 10. It was, it was honestly, like, I mean, it, as these things go, I mean, despite the fact that Philly sports, we have our rough patches, like... Philly sports has been good to me, if nothing else. You know? I mean, the, the Flyers and Sixers have been okay to me. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just they've, yeah. they've had a lot more rough patches since I started watching both of them. Well, right, exactly. Because I picked them up a little bit later. I, I, That's what I was going to say. I picked them up of my own choice, mm-hmm. like as a teenager. Mm-hmm. The, the the Ravens and Orioles I was born with. Sure, sure. Well, I wasn't actually born with the Ravens because they didn't exist yet. But but the point is that I, that, I was, that was your team. Bo- I was basically born with them because by the time I knew what football was, they were established. Which okay, well then there you go. Then I mean that was that, I mean that was your team from that was like your upbringing team, yeah. if you will. Yeah, That's, and then yeah, and then them winning a Super Bowl my senior year of high school is just like oh yeah, there you go. Just makes it that much better. Exactly. But. But we got yes. sidetracked again. So here we go. So baseball, here we are. World Series, we have Red Sox. And I'm just saying, I, I mean, I don't want them to win. I don't want uh, – how do you think I feel? It's an, it's an AL East team. Uh, yeah. The AL East yeah. team – the AL East had the best and worst record in baseball. Yeah. I just – Because mm. at a certain point, I was wondering which number would end up being higher. Mm-hmm. The Red Sox wins – or Orioles losses. Right. It ended up being Orioles losses. Yeah. By seven. Yeah. Well, I so mean. So the, the Red Sox were 108 and 54. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. They won. They won two out of every three games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. No, they it's they lost. They lost one game every three. Oof. That's nuts. Yeah. No, that's that. That's a little bit crazy. I agree. But I really do not. They've been the best team all year, but I really do not want them to win the World Series. No, I don't. And because, I mean, because no. Boston fans are not obnoxious enough as it is. Don't say that. We have a professor who who follows the Red Sox. Don't and he's say probably, that. And he's probably listening. Whoops. Hi, Doctor Underation. <laughs> well, he he knows I believe this. Yeah. Okay, that's true. He, he he's he's yeah. He knows he's I, fair about that. And like he is the exception. He yeah. He knows I don't like Red Sox fans. Yeah. No, that's true. That's very true. But I mean. I don't know. I mean, I'd rather he knows I don't like the Red Sox, and he knows I don't like their fans. And I'd, ra- but I mean, I'd rather see the Dodgers win. I mean, because it's been a lot longer. Yes, and it's I mean, o- I mean, it's only been it's only been five, yeah, five, because they won in thirteen, because mm-hmm. it was right after the the Boston Marathon. 
Yeah. Oh, that's true. Was the last time they won, and it, yeah. it felt it felt a little bad to cheer against them. Yeah. But I, I still did. Yeah. It, no. It, there wasn't there wasn't as much anger as there is this year because, like Boston. Boston was just the best all year. Right, exactly. Because like, in 2013, the Red Sox started off kind of rough. Yes. And then that, as terrible as that moment was, mm-hmm. the, the Boston Marathon bombing, yes. it galvanized them. It did. And they went on a tear. Absolutely. And that got them into the playoffs, and they just rode that momentum of, like, we're doing this for Boston. Yeah. Carried them to a World Series win over the Cardinals. Right, which, I mean... You know, fair enough, and, and I can respect like, that. Like, I don't hate the 2013 team as much as I do any other Red Sox team because it's just yeah. like, no, you were doing this for your city. All right, fair. Like, I will fair give that enough. to you. Absolutely. Like, like, same thing with any any New York team in 2001. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Like, any any New York team in 2001, same thing. Absolutely. I was, I was much younger then. Of course. I mean, I was three, so I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, know much. Yeah, you were much. younger than me. <laughs> so I wouldn't know much, but yeah, I, was, I can understand why. I was, at least, I was six, so yeah. I was a little bit older. Right. I was six about to turn seven. Right, so, so you a, had more of awareness of I, that. I, I was a little bit older, so mm-hmm. I had more of a, not much, but because I was a little yeah, kid, but, but still. more of an awareness of, of kind of what was up. Sure, absolutely. But, but I, I'm, I'm mm. really not sure wh- where I want this World Series to go, because it's Ugh. it's been so long for the Dodgers, but at the same time, I kind of just hate LA teams. I mean, I understand that, but I mean, the reason why I'm semi-okay with the Dodgers is simply because, now granted, he's not on the, like, "Quote unquote," you know, the active roster. However, because he because he he was playing with them this year, but he retired middle of the season. Exactly, right? but but listen, like he he was on the team, so they'll I mean, probably still give him a World Series ring if they win. Exactly, Chase Utley, my man, one of my favorites from Philly. I mean, he's just I mean, once a Philly, always a Philly. You know, if he comes especially, to our games, especially oh. a legend, a team legend like him. Absolutely, I mean, he was part of the 2008 team because he's. And he was one of the leaders on that team. Yes, he was. He's he's up there. I would put him up there with Shane Victorino mm-hmm. and Roy Holiday and Cliff Lee. Yes, and like um, uh, Carlos Ruiz. Carlos Ruiz, yeah. Um, even, yeah, no, no, those were those were like the Ryan Howard. That was kind of the core. J. Roll, Jimmy Rollins. Yeah, Jimmy Rollins. That that right there was kind of the core of that world. It Series really was. Team. It really, really was. And, and Chase Utley's the only one who was still playing this year, yes. right? Like everyone else had retired. For the most part, yeah. Most most had. Because Cliff Lee retired a couple years ago. Yes, he did. Holiday retired a couple years ago. Yes, he did. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, Victorino retired a couple years ago. Yeah. Like he was the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimmy no. Rollins retired a couple years ago. Was 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 Raul Albanez on that team? Yeah, he was. He was he was one of the last ones to retire before he was. Otley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still absolutely. mad at him. I understand. I understand why. But 2012. But, <laughs> but <laughs> you ruined it, man. You ruined it. <laughs> but, we would have won the World Series at it if we beat the Yankees. I'm almost sure of it. Oh, but man, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not thrilled where he went. But you know. But yeah. So so at this point. You know, let's talk about what we're looking at here for this World Series. And and th- and this was interesting because for the Red Sox, the ALCS was relatively easy for them. Right. It was it, and it was kind of it was the gentleman's sweep. They they mm-hmm. lost game one. Yeah. And then two, three, four, and five, they won pretty easily. Mm-hmm. It was the same as the Caps did in the Stanley Cup. Yes. Where they they lost game one, and it's like oh the other team in this case the Astros they're 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 world champions they're going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then the Red Sox happened, right. and they they did what they've done all season long and just mm-hmm. lit up the scoreboard. Yep, even when their pitchers throw a terrible game. Yeah, they 
the the Red Sox still light it up mm-hmm. on offense, and yeah. that's all they need. Yeah, it just takes that little spark, and there you go. And, and, and their then, pitching's not that good. Yep, it's just their offense is incredible. You know what? Sometimes you know that's what you need. Sometimes that's what you need in baseball, and it makes the game more interesting. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm just telling you. I mean, seven, I can't tell you how many times I've seen where it's like, oh, the pitching's great, but the offense doesn't do anything. Because there, there's a sliding scale mm-hmm. of of excitingness in baseball. Sure. Because like an all-out pitcher's duel mm-hmm. where they both take like a perfect game or a no hitter beyond the fifth inning. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Because it's just like because they're probably throwing filth like mm. it is just dirty watching these pitchers do what they do it's mm. like how how did you get him to swing at that is, is that kind of thing but then oh. then there's the kind yep. of the boring pitchers duel where they're both giving up runs mm-hmm. but the the other two the two offenses can't do anything yeah it's like they're getting hits mm-hmm. but they're not bringing anybody home they're just leaving a bunch of runners on base exactly that is boring yeah and then there's the other end mm-hmm. where the ball is just flying out of the park for both teams. Yeah. And the final score ends up being like nine to seven. Exactly. That's amazing. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I feel bad for the pitchers because their stats are gonna explode. Blowed. Yeah. And they're gonna look their like their ERAs are gonna go way up. Of course, but but, but it makes for one heck of a game. But it makes it so much more entertaining to watch because yeah. every swing of the bat you think could go. Yeah, absolutely. And it it's just it... like it's just like, oh, here comes another one. Yep. Is, it, is that is it. that what is that one gonna go? Is that one gonna go? And and yeah. both of the both of the both of these teams' parks are actually really good for that. Yeah, because absolutely because because Fenway is so weird. Yeah, because the the left field wall in Fenway is really close, mm-hmm. but it's also thirty feet tall. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that's true. The Green Monster. It's oh yeah. It, it's okay, only, yeah. It's less than three hundred feet from home. Oh my god! But it's thirty feet tall. Yeah. So it's almost impossible to hit a home run to that mm-hmm. side. And it's always amazing. Uh, the Orioles used to be able to do this, and I would always love it. Mm-hmm. When they would hit, when they were at their peak, like live and die by the home run, mm-hmm. and they were usually living by it because they would hit six a game, <laughs> they would yeah. hit home runs over the Green Monster into the parking lot. That's crazy. Like it wouldn't even land in the seats up there. It would land in the parking lot behind it. Yeah. And I, some of the, some of the players on the Dodgers – are capable of hitting home runs like that. Mm-hmm. And against that Red Sox pitching, that could happen. Mm-hmm. And then in right field, it's a super it's super shallow as well. Mm-hmm. And then Dodger Stadium is the exact opposite. Yeah. It is the textbook NL ballpark. Mm-hmm. Really deep outfield. Yeah. Like you're going to have to play small ball to win there. Mm-hmm. And the Red Sox are also capable of playing small ball. Yeah. Because it's like... We're, or like this AL variant of small ball where you'll get a bunch of like really easy base hits mm-hmm. and then Mookie Betts will come up to bat and he'll hit a rocket right. to straightaway center that's just a no doubter off the bat and bring three guys home. Exactly. And like he'll already have he'll already have a guy on second and third, so he could he could just drop in a single and both of them are coming home. Mm-hmm. But that's not enough for him because he plays in the AL East where the people mm-hmm. like to hit home runs. Yes, exactly. And he'll just hit it like 450 feet to straightaway center mm-hmm. just a no doubter as soon as he makes contact mm-hmm. and as much as i hate the red sox he is so much fun to watch you know i mean I, I hate the red sox but mookie betts is so much fun to watch he is such a good player and i hate that he plays for a team that i hate so much i mean that's i mean that's like, the good thing about this matchup though is that it will be a good game it will be like, there'll be some good games in there like all the games are going to be great because yeah. like 
like Manny Machado hates the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be flashing all kinds of leather Mm -hmm. at third base. Right. Like Manny Machado absolutely hates the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. So that's going to, that'll be interesting in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and, and like the, the the Red Sox pitching is such a question mark, especially da- yeah, especially David Price. See, because David yeah. Price has a track record of blowing it in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. So it's like, is is he going to do that again in the World Series, or is he, or is his offense going to be able to bail him out? Because mm-hmm. that's what happened in the ALCS. He was yes throwing. He was just throwing like dying ducks across home plate <laughs> that were so easy to hit. Yeah. And the Astros, being the Astros, would right, but. It's just the Red Sox offense would score more. Exactly. Yeah. See, that's what's going to be interesting about it, though. It's going to so, keep it. It's going to keep us on our toes. So, so, uh, so what? So, what's your prediction for this one? What? What do you? Oof. Who wins? How many games does it take? Oh, I don't know. I mean, because, I because because mm. think about this too. Mm-hmm. The Red Sox had a pretty easy time getting out of the AL. The that's Dodgers true. and Brewers went to seven. See, that's my thing. Is that I feel like if. If this does all were, go down, and those were all really close games, it wasn't the, the no, it wasn't the, like the Red a blowout Sox, or something like that. The Red Sox were just blowing people out. Yeah, I oh man, I mean, like the mm. like the, the the Dodgers, the Dodgers and the Brewers. Let's oh, let's actually goodness. see what they did against Milwaukee. It oh. was <clears throat> it was yeah. Game one was fourth. Game one was five to six. Mm-hmm. Game one was four to three. Mm. Game three was four zero. Okay. Game five was two to one. Game six was five to, or I'm counting wrong here. Um, five, <laughs> hang on, five to six in game one. Mm-hmm. Four to three in game two. Yeah. Four zero in game three. Four was two one. Five was five two. Six was seven two, and seven was five one. So you weren't getting mm. high scoring games that were over super early mm-hmm. until game five. Huh. Everything else leading up to that was close. Well, and yeah. I mean, they, they walked all over the Braves in the division series. Like, they, they handled the Braves. They shut them out a couple times. Right. Okay. So, I mean, so with that knowledge, I mean, uh, I mean that's hard. But, I mean, I feel like it might go to all – it the, might just go to all ends. This, this could go to seven. I like, think it absolutely could go I to would seven. Be, I would not be surprised at all if this no. goes to seven. And not the, in the slightest. The, the World Series is so weird because, I mean, the, yeah. the Red Sox would have had – home field yes anyway just based on their record but that didn't matter nope because the american league won the world the all-star game so the red sox get home field exactly that is i i hate that That it's so dumb (laughs) but they're they're, oh the rules of baseball yeah baseball's so weird sometimes yeah that's true that's like a relic of interleague play not Mm -hmm. being a thing yeah like you don't play the opposite league during the regular season. So yeah. the all-star game actually meant something. Right, exactly. Because the two leagues hated each other. Mm-hmm. And that's just not a thing anymore. No, that's true. But, but I mean, I think that it might go to all seven games. Because this this, this series starts in Boston. Mm-hmm. And with the way the seven-game series works in baseball, mm-hmm. instead of like the other sports that do it, it doesn't, it doesn't go two and two and then no, alternate. Then yeah. You get two in Boston – Three straight in LA. That's right. And then two more in Boston. Oh man. So if if this only goes to five, right. the Dodgers actually get more home games. Exactly. Like home field advantage only matters beyond game five. Yeah. Because like if 
if the oh. Dodgers if the Dodgers pick up a win mm-hmm. in one of the first two games, they yeah. could they could just close it out at home. They don't have to win in Boston. Well, I mean, yeah, no, that's true. Oh man, oh, I, this uh, is hard. That I I hate to admit it, and it's gonna it hurts me so much to say this, but I. I think the Red Sox are going to win. I think it's possible. I, I think it's very highly likely. I, I think I think the Red Sox are going to win. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, but I think it'll be close. I think it will be close because I think, no matter what the games are the the games in and of themselves are going to be close. Yeah, all the games are going to be close, and it, it's pro- they're probably going to alternate wins mm-hmm. until probably. until the Red Sox win two in a row. Like yes. they're going to alternate. They're going to alternate wins in games one through four. Mm-hmm. They'll be sitting at two-two, going into. They'll be sitting at two-two going into game five, mm-hmm. and then the the Red Sox will win game five in L.A., and then they'll go back to Boston for game six, and they'll win game six at home, and win the World Series. Yeah, that's quite possible. I, I, that's that's what I yeah. think is going to happen. I, I think that sounds. That's that what, sounds as legitimate as 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 it can be, and that's, that's, I mean, as much as that does kind of hurt me. I I'll I'll say that that's probably true. That's probably going to happen. But probably, but I mean, we'll see. By the way, I totally forgot about in in terms of the um, original 2008 Phillies team. Cole Hamels, he's still playing. <laughs> I totally forgot about him. I too. completely spaced how, on that. It's like, how is he still playing? Dude he's is, still playing. Dude I mean, is old. I mean, he's not that old. I don't think. Or he he was one of the younger members of that team. Though. Yes, he was. I mean, and that's just it. He's um. Let me see. Uh, I, I mean, right now he's playing um for the Texas Rangers. Which you know, I mean, they're not good. No, I know he's he's only thirty four. Oh, okay, so he's, which isn't horrible. He, he's got and he's a pitcher, right? Yes, he is. Okay, so he's got a few years left. Yes, he does. He's probably got until he's about thirty eight. So he's he's an. I mean, he's. I mean, he was great. That you know, with the Phillies, and I mean, he's the he's the Rangers' one good pitcher right now. <laughs> probably yeah. Because because you Darvish is like the most inconsistent man in baseball. Oh boy. Yeah, but no, but, I completely forgot about him. I'm like, how did I forget? Like, <laughs> he won you a World Series. How did you I, yeah, right. I mean, goodness. I mean, but listen, he was overshadowed by Halliday and Lee. Like, That's let's true. be honest. Like, the, he, those two were just on it. Oh my goodness, that was like the so, dream. That was the dream pitching team. They like, were so good. So good. It was an amazing team just overall. But, but yeah, I think I think I think the Red Sox win this one in six. I think so. I think the Red Sox win this one in six. They trade wins. Yeah. Until Game Five, and then. And then the Red Sox will, home. then the Red Sox will win two in a row and like they'll they'll finally win mm-hmm. they'll win game five in LA. Yep. And then they know they're going back home. And then they'll just win it then. And the uh and the home locker room at Fenway will smell like alcohol for oh. the next like oh, six yeah. months. Just pour the champagne. Pour the champagne. Yep. The the everything else. Yep. Because you just won the World Series and yeah. Oh, uh, going to have to deal with that until February. Will, you know. I'm actually going to have to probably deal with that all season because well, I mean, yeah. Red Sox fans will carry it that long. And they're going to be good again next year. It's yeah. not like no, it's, it's not true. like this is the last year of an aging core. Yeah. This is the first year of a young core. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be what's going on for a long time. All I'm saying is that and we- there's no salary cap in baseball and the Red Sox make a whole lot of money. All I'm saying is that we better be paying attention to this World Series because of the Red Sox, because you know that Professor Underation is probably going to, you know, add stuff in there on the news quiz oh, yeah. about <laughs> what's going on in the World yeah. Series. Yeah, well, uh, Professor Huff did it last year, so mm. or, or not last year, two years ago ah, when I when go. I took uh, mm-hmm. when I took her journalism 354, and I was I was glad I was paying attention because no one else in that class really watched sports. No, 
So they would all. Oh my god! Like they, they knew the World Series was happening, and they yeah. would all come to me. It's like, okay, who won last night? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? It's like, yeah. it's like who won last night? What was the score? Oh my gosh! I was like, I was, I was the one guy with the sports go-to. knowledge in the room. The go-to person. I and love it. It was amazing. It felt so good because it. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I was always the guy asking for help in school. At least in. Right. At, at least in math class, like everything oh, else, I could do on my own. Me. But mm-hmm. like in math class, people are all, I was always asking people for help. Yeah. And, and then it felt so good to have the tables finally turn in college. Yes. Where it's like, okay, I I know nothing about sports, but I know they're going to ask questions about it. So, so lay it on me. What's wh- going on? What's happening? <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. No. Or it's like, like the, uh, I remember we had a news quiz the day after the, the final of the World Series last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, what did one of the players <laughs> from the Astros do? after the game right it was when he when he proposed yeah that's right that's right i wonder if we'll get a moment like that this year i wonder it'll be kind of fun because actually actually i think most of the guys i think on these teams who are who are in relationships are already married ah bummer like anyone who anyone who's not married is like Mm -hmm. single Right, like there's no so, so potential there, for that there, to happen. Ah, oh, man, because because there's such an age discrepancy mm. between most of the players. Like well, that makes sense. Like most of the guys who who could do it are probably a little too young, mm-hmm. and then all the other guys are old, so they've all and been, they've already been married. So they've all been married for like ten years <laughs> right. or more. Exactly. So I don't think we're gonna get a moment like that this year. Maybe but not. You never know. It, it'll still be a fun, interesting it'll, time. It'll it'll still be a it'll still be a fun, super fun series. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I'm looking forward Other to it. Other than you know the two teams involved. Like, well, I mean, yeah. A, but as, I think con- as considering where we are right now, at least at least for me, I think Astros Brewers would have been more fun. Yeah, it would have been interesting because like the Astros are just so much fun to watch. That's true. Because but, they're so good. But here we are. We got we got Red Sox and we have Dodgers. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it'll still be, it's good baseball. That's the way I'm looking at it. It's still, yeah, good, it it's is still good, good baseball. It is good baseball. And I'm going to miss it when it's gone. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm probably still going to miss it when it's back because the Orioles are still going to be terrible next year. Yeah. At least, I, I mean, at least, again, at least the Phillies are working their way back up. So I'm might, hoping I, for a really good season. I next might have season. to borrow the Phillies I'll next just, year. I literally was about to say, I'm like, you know what? You could borrow the Phillies if you want. You're already borrowing, you know, over from the Flyers and stuff like that. I mean, that, I already so. borrow the Eagles when I need them. Exactly. But, like See? I did last year, but I, I'm, I may end up at least occasionally. At least occasionally borrowing the Phillies. Next I don't. Year. I don't blame you. I mean, because they're, they're actually good. on the upswing. I, I'm we not. Are. I'm not changing teams or anything. Like I'm not going to no. buy Phillies gear, but no, but I will at least support. And depending on how this application goes, I may be living in Philly by the time next season starts. That's so. true. You might just want to. Just saying. I, I mean, it'll probably be my job to pay attention to what they're doing. Well, yeah, and that and that'll be really fun. It'll be interesting because we're doing good things. So yeah. who knows? You might turn into one. But. That'll do it for us this week. This show that was only supposed to last an hour, but has now gone for almost three. <laughs> Whoops. I you know. Oops. <laughs> I mean, hey, once we start talking about sports, there's a lot to cover. Oh, I know. So it's just going to happen. And it's okay. It's just me talking about sports. So this is guaranteed to happen. Yeah, I hear that. I, I will try to get a handle on this next week. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be a little better. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll try to keep it to two hours. Yeah. Yeah. But... Hope you enjoyed first episode of the mashup. Mm-hmm. We'll both be back next week. We may have some guests on. I don't know. Hopefully we will. That'll be really fun to throw someone else in the mix. And uh, and and get a little uh, when worlds collide going. Mm-hmm. Just oh that that'll be fun. I have that'll to come up with some questions. Oh that'll be really really good. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I, I have to come up with some questions. Uh, I'll have to I'll have to see what I got to pull from. Sweet. But that'll do it for us here this week. 
thanks for listening and uh, come back next week for more insanity. <laughs> <laughs>